We are the Chemical Syndicate, and this is a Batman podcast. This week, a Chemical Syndicate special, Michael Keaton returns, or the perplexing power of nostalgia, The Flash Review. recording hey 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 guys welcome to the chemical syndicate we are your hosts i'm shane and i'm david this is a batman podcast if you didn't know but today it's gonna be a little bit of a flash podcast oh whoa but also no but also mostly batman (laughs) mostly batman that's right guys if you didn't know got the newest flick from uh dc Called The Flash. That's right. Not the TV series. No, sir. Uh, 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 uh. Even though that just had its series finale after nine seasons. Yeah. Which, being on the air for about as long as this movie was supposed to come out. <laughs> for as long as this movie's been in development, <laughs> The Flash had a whole series. <laughs> like, seriously, the entirety of the development of this movie, yeah. there was a whole TV show about The Flash. That it just is, ended it's a kinda, month ago. It's kind of poetic. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. If only, we'll get into it in spoilers, but if only something else happened. <laughs> if only something else had happened. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for joining us here today. It, this is a Chemical Syndicate special. We are reviewing the newest movie to come out here in the year 2023. We're talking The Flash starring um, Hawaii, Hawaii's greatest uh, <laughs> villain. <laughs> Ezra Miller. Who's the villain now, Flash? Who's the villain now, <laughs> Flash? Oh, my God. Um, he's a polarizing figure, to say the least, yeah. in um, in all the nonsense that he's gotten himself into. Um, we won't spend too much time on that. Yeah. You can just Google the man, and you can find out all sorts of nonsense that that guy's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what it is. That, to me, it really is nonsense. Like, where, where, is, where, where do they get off, you know? Yeah, where do um, they get off? Where do they get off? Um, but yeah, it stars Ezra Miller as, of course, The Flash, and he's been portraying the character for quite some time. Uh, he was cast as far back as, like, October of 2014. Yeah. Um, but what makes us here at the Chemical Syndicate reviewing a movie about The Flash is because of who's in The Flash movie, and if you didn't know, we're gonna learn ya. It's Michael Keaton coming back as Batman for the first time in 31 years Mind you, as of this recording to the day, <laughs> give it to just to play our hand of what we're where we're at here on doing this. But this is the day. This is thirty one years oh, really? ago when Batman Returns was released, and oh. that's the last time that that dude donned the cape and cowl Man. to portray the caped crusader himself. Wow, that is uh, quite the feat that we're doing today. <laughs> it really is. Man. I didn't even really know is. that we were uh, commemorating it today. I mean, it's unintentional. I think I <laughs> accidentally kind of came across it. Um, I forgot how. Maybe it's the multiple Batman pages that I follow on yeah. Instagram and Facebook reminded me that today was the 31st yeah. anniversary. I'm like, oh, snap. Cool. That's cool. So, yeah. yeah um, but it's the return of Michael Keaton as Batman, which yeah. is crazy because who would have thunk it? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of thought Michael Keaton was done with it. You listen, hear him talk in interviews and stuff about it. He talks about how he had a great time doing it, you know, in the... Uh, in the past, you know, when he originally did it, he, he enjoyed doing it, but he was done. You know, it kind of seemed like he was done with it, and you would never see him again. And lo and behold, here he is in a Flash movie, reprising the role, 
and uh spoilers he's good <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody that is carrying the weight of this movie's buzz it's michael keaton yeah they he has been featured heavily in the marketing um especially since you know ezra crimes <laughs> all of the ezra miller crimes hashtag ezra crimes <laughs> uh They've been leaning on Michael Keaton to get butts in the seats, really. Because um, also, Ezra Miller isn't really a star. You know, they've never had a, a movie that, that they've opened. You know, they haven't been the lead of, of really anything, I don't think. Yeah, like Perks um, of a Wallflower is not a yeah. go-to movie for yeah. me. As a matter of fact, I've never seen that one. Yeah, and I also I have not either. watched any of the uh, Fantastic Beast movies with him in it either. So Yeah, yeah. Ezra's not really in those movies. Like, I keep forgetting that they're in there. <laughs> like, when I'm watching, I'm like... Oh, that's right. Ezra Miller's in this. That's right. <laughs> very not a draw, very, though. Yeah, not a draw. Um, definitely not not the Roman Reigns of uh, this franchise for that's sure. True. He is not the head of the table here. <laughs> you're getting better at this. You know, you're doing great, man. You're doing great with all the. I will speak. not. I will not acknowledge Ezra Miller. Oh, you hear that, Ezra? The, oh my God! <laughs> do, do, do they? Do they hear it now? Nah. Can they hear? Him? Um, but yeah, we've got Michael Keaton back in the cape and cowl, and also. Uh, allegedly for one last time, we also have Ben Affleck yes. as Batman once again and possibly for, like I said, as the last time. We don't know. Uh, he's making it sound like in these interviews he's done for the past yeah. couple years that he's really happy with what he was able to do with the character yeah. in this movie and that he felt that this was a nice send-off. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's very much possible that this is it. This is the last mm-hmm. that we get a Batfleck. And uh, you know what? If this is it, honestly, not a bad way to go. Yeah, not a bad way to go. There's, um, as we get into our review and stuff, we'll talk about why why we enjoyed him. But, I mean, come on. We get double the Batman, double the fun? Come on. Come on. Come on. This is what we were supposed to get last year. We were supposed <laughs> to get three Batman yeah. throughout the year. We had Pattinson. We were supposed right. to get Keaton and Batfleck, and yeah. we didn't get any of that. We just got Pattinson, which is fine. Yeah. Um, or should I say Battinson? Uh. <laughs> um, but yes, we are putting the focus on the Batman in this movie of The Flash. And, we're a Batman uh, podcast. We're a Batman podcast. We're not a Flash podcast. Mm-mm. Although mm. a little bit today. A little bit. A little bit today. <laughs> a thread. A little bit of DNA spread all over. Uh, it's criminal. I know, right? <laughs> Hashtag Ezra Crimes. Hashtag Ezra Crimes. <laughs> By the way, that's a shout out to our boy Esson. I know you out there, brother. That's just for you, Ezra Crimes. I can't remember if uh, I was dropping that solely on him when he was uh, talking about when we went to go <laughs> well, see he, the movie. He was picking it up. He, he was enjoying it. So. Yeah. And then I know uh, Max and Nez also hopped on as well as Lily <laughs> Hammer did. So a uh, good crew that we got to go see The Flash on the premiere evening this past Thursday. Had a great time hanging with them. Glad they got to enjoy this movie with us. It was, yeah. a, it was a fun time. Everybody had a good time, I feel like. I totally, went yeah. to go see this movie. The yeah. theater was The theater we were in. Seemed pretty into what was going on. All they, the surprises, popping, all the fun yeah. stuff. They, they they popped on some stuff. There was there was some a spattering of applause and uh, some woos. Maybe from our group, there was a couple of woos. <laughs> woo, 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 it was woo, a couple of woo. Yeah, man. I I, I like it. <laughs> Sorry, about to, about to hit the mean on me. I was about to drop a Ezra <laughs> crimes. Woo. By God, by God, by God. Um, but uh, I like it when a theater applauds and stuff. Like some people don't don't like it. I oh, know, no. like some people think that it's cheesy and stupid. I like when a theater uh, 
is so enraptured and so excited by a movie that they applaud for nobody, just for all of us in the room. <laughs> we're just applauding that we're having such a fun time. <laughs> I mean, you know how I feel about that. I'm one of those a-holes that absolutely just, I don't get it sometimes, but you know what? I did break that rule for The Flash at the very end, <laughs> yeah. so... Um, we'll get into that. Hell's frozen over over here, man. <laughs> I would say, like, since Endgame, like, give me... Give me stuff that's going to make a whole theater of strangers just applaud and just recognize that we're all experiencing having a great time together, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's part of the movie experience, man. Yeah. It's If you can manage, like you said, mm-hmm. to really get the audience yeah. in a theater that excited, that loud, mm-hmm. that into it, yeah, in front of, like, I mean, it's not like they're watching a live performance. Right, yeah. Yeah. They're literally watching in an inanimate, you know, screen. Yeah. Being projected images and sound, yeah. and they're reacting to this. To this, You know, they're not yeah. reacting to, like, a live performance right. of any sort. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's 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 a... To me, when, it, when an audience applauds at a movie theater, it is a recognition of, this is cool, this is fun, and we're all doing this together. You know, it's it, it's it's a... It's a reason why you go to the movies. Like, it's why movies are special. Going to a movie theater is a special thing because you are experiencing it with a bunch of strangers. And yeah, like, when it's bad, it can be awful. People not respecting, you know, other people talking, being loud, sometimes doing, going a little too overboard with some, you know, their reactions, which, you know, I can't, I can't know their hearts, but sometimes it feels performative when some people <laughs> laugh, you know, like they're being like, hey, I recognize that. And, I'm a expert on this stuff and everybody recognize that I'm the king shit here. Uh, but when it is like a genuine, like a cool thing happens and people applaud, it's, it's like some, one of the best things in the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. That's um, yeah. And I, I think, uh, before we move on, like a couple things I'll point out with my experiences with people that, as you just described, kind mm-hmm. of, you know, get performative or just yeah. out there. Um, our second viewing of The Flash. Right, yeah. I'm sitting next to that teenage uh, hyena <laughs> who just had the loudest laugh. Yeah. And maybe it's because I was like, like right next to him and yeah. I, it didn't sound like a normal laugh. Right. I mean, it was just like, uh, like a, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that? I did hear that. Okay, so, yeah. cool. I was yeah. like, am I the only one that's being an asshole about this? Because I do not <laughs> like this kid. He's not ruining my experience by any means, but yeah. when he got into it, it was like, yeah. Looking to my left like, what I, the fuck, man? At, at, at our second uh, uh, viewing of it, um, the couple next to me, I felt like were a good, because they, they weren't, they weren't like, you know, loud or anything like that, but I could tell that they were excited about certain stuff, and they were like looking at each other when, when like cool stuff would happen, <laughs> when, you know, there would be some cameo or something like that, and uh, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. They're excited to actually do it, and they weren't being, you know, uh, uh, distracting about it, so... And then the the second thing I'll mention um, in regards to like an audience or an audience member again, like all, I don't know, excited or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. was when we went to go see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the mid credit scenes with uh, the Aisha character. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. With, with, with Adam they, Warlock yeah, in the, the cocoon. cocoon. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I think I'll name him Adam. 
And there was like this one jerk off behind me. <laughs> I say jerk off politely, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> That's me putting it politely. That's me putting it politely. This one jerk off behind me just turned on and says, oh, finally. <laughs> I had to turn around. I, I, I had to get, I had to look at what this mutant, I had to, I had to get a look at this mutant here. And uh, <laughs> it was just your, I don't know, little fresh faced little punk boy, whatever it was. But <laughs> I thought to myself, ain't nobody excited for Adam Warlock like that. <laughs> ain't nobody asking for that. Yeah. Now, if he was, then I apologize. I mean, but clearly he wasn't. I think, you know, it's kidding. He, he definitely could have been. But there is, like, that sounds like a performative kind of, like, hey, I know this more obscure thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to let everybody around me know that I know that. I mean, you know, I talk about this stuff because I see it in myself as well. <laughs> so, like, I, 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 I got to be, put everything on front street here where it's just, like, you know, I'll complain about these people because I am one of these people. <laughs> like, I try, to, yeah. I try to tamp it down. I try to control it. But there are times where I'm just, like... I do a thing and I'm like, no, that was stupid. What did I? <laughs> that was definitely a. Uh, I'm just, you know, showing, trying to show off that I know stuff. And, and I think it's. I think one thing that I need to follow up with for for both our sakes and for our audience members not to feel so, I don't know, jilted by what we just said. I don't want that to discourage anybody from being themselves. Yeah. If you learn about somebody as obscure and as meaningless as Adam Warlock initially, like, look, mm-hmm. let's be real. Adam Warlock's not a big major name. Neither mm-hmm. were the Guardians of the Galaxy when they right. got their own movie. Yeah. Well, guess what? Maybe he will be because they just introduced him to the third one. Yeah. Um, but where I want to go with this is simply this. Be yourself. Enjoy yourself. Just don't be a jerk. Yeah. And I will probably make fun of you if you get excited about an obscure thing that uh, <laughs> I have absolutely no interest in initially. So, like, shit like that has to be earned for me. Mm. Like, okay. I've known about Batman my whole goddamn life. Right. All right. I ain't known about Adam Warlock my whole life. Yeah. And uh, but with that being said, hey, teach their own. Have a good time. Don't maybe, be a jerk about it. Maybe Adam Warlock is somebody's Batman. You know. That's right, and that's totally fine. And you know what? One day somebody gets to take a huge dump on me for that. <laughs> but let's move on, guys. Yes, this is the Flash review, and um, as we mentioned earlier, Ezra Miller has been cast as the Flash since like October of yeah. 2014. Yeah. Um, not long after, like DC made those slate of announcements, remember? Like right, we Warner get a Brothers. Cyborg movie, we get a Green Lantern movie, we get a, a, you know, our Suicide Squad movie, we get a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, like, they just went out there and, like, basically called their shot for, like, the next six years of all these projects that they were going to do. Yeah. And they only did, like, two of them. <laughs> yeah, then we got the Wonder Woman and the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, like, Green Lantern Corps never happened. <laughs> Flash didn't happen until, like, nine years later. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, right? Um... <laughs> Trying to remember what else was on the oh, list. Cyborg. They were supposed to do Justice League Part One. Oh, yeah, Justice League Part One and, and two. Part Two. Yeah, and like none of this shit happened the way that they wanted to. No, 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 no. But uh, focusing on the Flash specifically, I mean, the development of a Flash movie, dude, has been going on for like way longer than 2014. Mm. Um, I was doing, of course, my little homework here for all the uh, Kemp Syndicate homies out there that want to learn a thing or two about a thing or two like us. I mean. The Flash movie's been in development since the 80s, man. Since the 80s? Since the 80s, like late 80s. So you're talking like pretty much... Around the time of Batman. Right. And I mean, just essentially like our fucking lives, man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Wow. Yeah. It's... the. I mean, and you gotta think too, because like what? They're talking about making a movie. And even back then, Mm -hmm. in lieu of doing a movie, they had their own TV show. Yeah. They had the John Wesley ship. 
1991? I want to say 1990, 91. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been, even back then, they wanted to do a movie, but they couldn't, but they made a show. Yeah. That didn't last long. Didn't last nine seasons. Right, yeah, that was a one, one one season and done. Yeah, that was a one and done season. Um, But, I mean, like... I'm just going to name some names. I'm going to say some things here. But, like, going back, like, all the way from the 80s all the way to today, I mean, you had writers from Jeff Loeb. Like, a lot of comic book writers, a lot of comic book guys. You had Jeff Loeb. Well, he was a TV and movie guy, too. That's true, yeah. Yeah, he wrote. I forgot. What did he write? All right, well, we'll cut this. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. But you you go as far back as, like, Jeff Loeb, David S. Goyer, Jeff Johns over the years have Mm -hmm. been, like, you know, attached to, like, help write you know, scripts at certain points and, and many other writers with, with that don't have that kind of notoriety right. or, or stardom and sort so to speak. And then from like directors like Sean Levy, the guy who did like the uh, night, the museum movies, I forget the rest he does. <laughs> uh, then you got like uh George Miller mm-hmm. who was working on justice league mortal. Right. And I mean, that was like the closest you were going to get to like a, an on screen live action flash Yeah. Uh, to a Seth Graham Smith, and uh, Rick, uh, Fam- I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> uh, Famu. Famuyiwa? Famu- I think it's, yeah, Famuyiwa. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, at various points, these guys were hired, mm-hmm. you know, to basically work on this project. I remember Robert Zemeckis. We had a, there was, like, a rumor that Robert Zemeckis was going to do it. You're, 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 you're literally one name ahead of me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, no, I was going to break down, yeah, Robert Zemeckis, Matthew Vaughn, Sam Raimi, Mark Webb, oh, Jordan Peele, and even wow. Ben Affleck were approached about like you know directing a Flash oh, wow. movie. I didn't, I didn't hear about a lot of those, like Jordan Peele or Ben Affleck. I, didn't, I, didn't. I remember vividly, like you know, seeing like that headline here and there, but I didn't take it seriously because I think he was already on to like bigger things when Get Out came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not dumb, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, these are all like names that were either like seriously out there in the in the news world or yeah. whatever, but ultimately they all turned it down. You know, they all turned it down and. Eventually, you got, you know, a director hired on in July of 2019. You got, you know, uh, the director of It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, mm-hmm. Andy Muschietti. Yeah. So, you know, I remember it was a joke after a while. Like, you and I were keeping up like, oh, they just hired this director. And then months later, a year later, they fell out. They quit. Yeah. Creative differences. Nothing's working out. Yeah. Just the same bullshit every single time. I mean, I think... I would tell you or whatever we would talk about. It's just like, this movie ain't happening, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We I always kind of get our, our hopes up where it's like, oh, they got a new director and a new writer or whatever, and they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna do it. I think they're really going to do it. And then creative differences a few months later, and then just the cycle repeats itself through like at least three, for, for this iteration, I think, like probably three times because it was like Rick Famuyiwa, the uh, John Francis Daly, and, and uh, Seth something or other the guys that did the dungeons and dragon movie um yeah i've got these guys listed yeah. I'll, I'll break that down in a moment yeah. though but uh yeah i mean like you know finally they're able to get some stability with yeah. the writing team with the director and in general just formulating a cast around this finally at one point i remember reading that ezra miller and uh grant morrison grant morrison were gonna write like there was like a write-off like there was gonna be I think like the John Francis Daly and them were gonna put a, a thing out, and then uh, Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison were gonna put <laughs> a script out, and they, they were gonna the studio was gonna decide which one to go with, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> it, it just goes to show like the leadership or whatever the hell you want to call it going on at Warner Brothers all yeah. these years because it's like really none of y'all can just put your foot down and just stake your claim as to what's gonna get done. Yeah, like 
here's what we're doing. Yeah. Move forward. Right. Like, yeah. stop this. Right. We need stability. <laughs> we need a creative team. Who wants to make a Flash movie? Yeah. If nobody wants to make it, for God's sakes, why are we trying to make it? Right. Yeah. Uh, so credit to Warner Brothers for sticking to their guns. Kind of like all these years they wanted to make a Superman versus Batman movie, and they did it. Yeah. They wanted to make a Flash movie. They did it. Yeah. The impossible seems to keep happening at times like this creatively. Um, as far as its success, that's always a whole other story. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. The the so and, and then what's even nuttier is you know, we're talking about just developing a Flash movie. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, you know, Ezra Miller was already in the damn, you know, yeah. role of the Flash. He had the opportunity to, you know, portray the character without having his own movie. Yeah. Um, he was first introduced in Batman v Superman in one of those ham-fisted cameo things that they did. <laughs> That's right, yeah. The uh, the um, security footage cameos that all of them yeah. had. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, they did all that weird shit with that, with Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and then he uh, had... Although a- I, do, I do like the, uh, when he when he breaks through, when he's time-traveling, as Bruce has fallen asleep in Batman v Superman. Oh, okay. I, I did like that cameo. Just yeah. That, that's I forgot cool. about that. Yeah. That's pretty wild. I forgot about Am that. Am I too soon? <laughs> I'm too soon! <laughs> I did forget about that. Uh, and then he, uh, of course, had a cameo appearance in Suicide Squad, Capturing one of right. his uh, more traditionally uh, well-known uh, rogues gallery villains in uh, Captain Boomerang, one of my favorite yeah. parts of that movie. Dirtbag Boomerang. Dude, Dirtbag Boomerang <laughs> by Jai Courtney. That's a great That's a great character and a great performance. Yeah. Can't tell me any different. <laughs> uh, then he, of course, would show up in the, uh, I guess you can say the... Uh, uh, the Justice League or the the Justice League, <laughs> Justice League, yes, yeah. Um, and then uh, he came back around for the Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League movie, the Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. and then of course he had an appearance in another uh, DC Extended Universe project in James Gunn's Peacemaker series. Right, yeah. And he also even showed up in uh, the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event. Yeah, yeah, one of the more exciting cameos that they had in there that nobody knew about. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, no, I didn't. Did not see it coming at all. And it was actually it was it it, it kind of like man, uh, I don't want to oversell it because I I think it's a really cool thing that happened. Yeah, that oh, doesn't man. really lead to anything. Like the, it doesn't lead the, to anything. The, the problem with that that whole CW Crisis on Infinite Earths is just. It's a it's a series of scenes that are cool, but don't add up to anything to me. You know, it's like cameo scenes that just don't add up to anything right. in terms of like, story or anything like that. And, and I was gonna say, like, to add to that, like, he's not the only cool. Ca- I mean, I would say he's the biggest cameo in a sense that nobody saw coming. Yeah. But then you had somebody like Robert Wool showing up as supposed to be Alexander Knox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you had Burt Ward. Yeah. And, and you know. Uh, other characters from other failed DC yeah. properties that you n- thought you'd never ever see again, like Ashley Scott as Huntress. Right, yeah. You know, reprising her Birds of Prey TV series role. Yeah. Uh, so I would that- say the, the, the other big cool cameo in that Crisis on Infinite Earths was not even a cameo necessarily, but Brandon Routh coming back as Superman. Oh, yeah. Which was very cool, you know. Like, he was already part of the CW family in terms of, like, being on Legends and Arrow and stuff, but... Um, it's Absol- cool to see him back as, as Superman. And he was absolutely one of the uh, best things about that crossover. Yeah. And that's saying a lot because the, that crossover was not <laughs> that great. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, and you – look, I'm not going to get, get into it some other time. Not, yeah, some other time. <laughs> but either way, uh, you know, Ezra Miller has been doing the work, but he, he ain't got his own movie. Yeah. At least not until now. Mm-hmm. Um, one quick thing I definitely wanted to really go over here was the multiple release dates – 
that we have had to endure mm. during this whole development yeah, of this movie. Through. Take us through. So it all started with March 23rd, 2018 as the initial uh, release date. Can't wait. But then they moved it up to oh. March 16th, 2018. Oh, oh okay. Well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, and then they went on to, after they finally hired uh, Andy Muschietti, mm-hmm. they decided on July 1st, 2022. Uh, I should probably note that in between at some point, there was like, I want to say like either back in 2017, whatever it was, they mm-hmm. eventually just sort of took the movie off the slate. Okay, yeah, it didn't have any release date or anything. It didn't have a release date. It was happening, as they were claiming, but there was no release date. But then after they hired Muschietti, they they announced July 1st, 2022. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it got moved to June 3rd of 2022. So, okay, it's moving a little bit earlier. Cool, cool. But then, of course, the pandemic and everything hit us, and they had to rearrange some things, and the movie got delayed to November 4th, 2022. All right. Okay. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. I can wait a few months. Why not? Literally. There's we a were pandemic just... going on. Okay. That's cool. And, and, well. and we were literally just like a few months away, mm-hmm. right? We were. It was like, what, July of last year or June yeah, of last year so, when they yeah. moved it again? Yeah. And then it got moved to June 23rd, <laughs> 2023. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, they moved it up. To June sixteenth, throw us a bone. Yeah, Come throw on. us a damn bone, WB. <laughs> Commit to something. Have some <laughs> balls. <laughs> so it's been a journey, guys. It has been a fucking journey. Yeah, just to get here. And honestly, we're leaving a lot off the table in the story of this yeah, whole production of this movie. That we're not talking about. But it, it just to show you, like we're, we've been waiting for this movie. Like we keep, you know, in the 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 months and weeks coming up. You and I kept talking and like messaging messaging each other at work and stuff just like man we just have a few more weeks to go until we see keaton back as and that's what we kept talking about keaton back as batman that's keaton we didn't really care about seeing batman. flash all that much but seeing keaton as batman getting two batman in a movie no no less i mean come on yeah we were getting spoiled i mean when they um when they announced keaton mm-hmm. as like when it was just a rumor yeah like three years ago back in like uh 2020 mm-hmm. about like keaton coming back for this it's like what? <laughs> How? What? Yeah. And then when it was official, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Out of all the things to bring Michael Keaton back as Batman, this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I mean, it's it's just so wild. And now we, 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 we've gone in discussions too as well in like our uh, Brave and Bold Bat, uh, Bat casting episode. I think it was episode 13. Check it out, kids. Uh, we've gone over the drama and the headaches of Warner Brothers, the DC Extended Universe stuff, the new DC Universe, James mm-hmm. Gunn, Peter Safran taking over. We've been over that. So we're not going to, you know, go over it again today uh, just because it's a headache on its own self. And yeah. a, a lot of this also has to do with the Ezra Miller crap that he did, you know, all the yeah. stuff that he got into yeah. and the nonsense involved with that. So it's been tumultuous. Yeah. And basically... The production of this movie being held off and all the situations going on, you know, related to Ezra. Mm-hmm. And also just within general, the changes going on within Warner Brothers and the hierarchy and as well as, you know, the hierarchy of power and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, you know, <laughs> kind of just shaking things up. And speaking of hierarchy of power, just the bombs of movies that have been coming out financially yeah. with Black Adam and Shazam yeah. Fury of the Gods. Yeah, you know, movies that, you know, aren't aren't terrible, but they just aren't performing the way you would want your big superhero movies to perform. Right, exactly. So just everything that is leading towards this new fresh start that the organization wants to achieve. 
And now it's time to get to this movie where let's see what happens because mm-hmm. everything is leaning towards that this is the movie that is going to reset things. Yeah. This is the movie that is going to basically, in a sense, be a send-off to one era and mm-hmm. introduce a new era. Yeah. And and they hyped it up. They hyped it up a James, lot. James Gunn was, you know, gave his, like, uh, his presentation for, you know, what his tenure is going to be doing. And he talked about the, the, the movies coming out. Obviously, he talked about Shazam is coming out this year and Blue Beetle and Aquaman. And then one of the greatest movie superhero movies I've ever seen, The Flash. So he, like, put some shine on this movie in particular that he didn't necessarily have to. So obviously, like, we're thinking, oh, man, James Gunn is liking it. And uh, it's got to be something special, you know, like he's really enjoying it, you know. He's putting himself on the line, too. Like, yeah. he, you know, the, the last thing that he needs to do in this new endeavor as he moves away from Marvel and takes on such a big role mm-hmm. within Warner Brothers with DC Studios is to lie to his people, lie to us, right. or to build up something yeah. and to disappoint. Like and then it's like, that's not a good sign if you end up doing something totally. like that. Yeah, like he, he didn't have to put himself on the line like that. Uh, but obviously he really felt that way, you know, because he, he, he could have said that for any one of those movies, but he he really, you know, thought that way for, for The Flash, you know? Well, it's like dedicating a big win to some to somebody important. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? I'm a, I'm a big-time quarterback. I'm going to throw all the touchdowns and win this game for that, that, that Make-A-Wish kid, yeah. and then you lose terribly. <laughs> um, poor metaphor, uh, very distasteful metaphor, but I think it stands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can cut that if you want. <laughs> nah. Let the people know how much of a jerk I can be. Um I don't, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, so it's been a it's been a journey, guys. But mm-hmm. let's get right to it here. I'm gonna go ahead and break down real quickly here uh some of the people involved in this movie and some of the success so far. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. Um obviously, as we mentioned. We've got Andy Muschietti directing The Flash. Yeah. As I said earlier, you would know him better for uh, It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2. Yeah. Uh, those are very well-received horror flicks that everybody enjoys because everybody loves creepy, scary clowns. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> With a screenplay by Christina Hodson, um, who... If that name doesn't uh, sound familiar, you're not alone. Um, but she is very known for uh, not very known. She wrote Birds of Prey, <laughs> the movie. So I'm she's sorry. in the DC family. She she's, is in the DC uh, family. She's been, she's involved. been involved. Um, not and only I, I like that movie. That was a I enjoyed right? the, the, that Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, Birds of Prey is a, a super entertaining movie. Yeah. Um, is it comic accurate or does it honor the source material? Uh, uh, source material in any manner? No, no, not a chance. Yeah. Not a not a chance in hell, but but it's it a is fun movie. So good. Ian McGregor's really good in it. And, yeah, uh, and 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 the team. I think you know they they you know the stakes are clear, and the, the same thing. Some of the same things that are happening in this movie that happened in that movie in terms of clear stakes, an emotional through line, uh, just a a competent uh, uh, um, screenplay, which you don't always get in some of these <laughs> superhero no, no, big budget movies, you know. And uh, yeah, Birds of Prey, super entertaining, fun movie. Uh, absolutely would recommend anybody checking that out. Um, but she's also on the current uh, DC Universe writing team. She's in that mm. little think tank, you okay. know, with uh, with everybody else, yeah. you know, that's you know currently trying to develop the new era of yeah. DC Studios. Mm-hmm. So she's a pretty important player, and uh, we'll see how kind that of a big wheel down at DCU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
hey, you want to see how the Flash is made? <laughs> yeah, get your helmet on. <laughs> um, so yeah, she did the. So you're screen- gonna need a helmet because Ezra might throw a chair at you. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, she did the screenplay, but uh, the story was done by, as you uh, had referenced earlier, John Francis Daly, who mm. uh, wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Right, yeah. As well as Dungeons & Dragons, Honor yeah. Among Thieves, there which, man, it's a shame that movie bombed because I yeah, had a, a fun time watching that was another that fun one. time at the movies right there. Um, and then, as well as uh, Jonathan Goldstein also uh, helped with the story, who also is the same as Daly, helped him write with uh, Homecoming and... Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Joby Harold who wrote the Obi-Wan Kenobi series oh, okay. and the uh, recent Transformers Rise of the Beast movie oh. and uh, Army of the Dead, a Zack Snyder mm-hmm. joint. How about that? So a pretty, uh, I would say a pretty well-rounded team right there. Yeah. Or at least in, you know on paper. Yeah. So, uh, the budget for The Flash, though, was between 200 to $220 million. Oh, I can't whistle. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you can't whistle. Not on command. Sometimes oh, boy. And as we mentioned earlier, finally this fucking movie got released on June 16, 2023. Finally. So for those of you in the future listening to this, finally. <laughs> uh, so far, the opening weekend box office at the time of this recording is currently at $140 million worldwide, which is uh, not a hot start. Yeah. What are we? We are opening weekend. We are the Monday after it just opened on Friday or Thursday night. So to touch on that a little bit here, the only saving grace for this movie might be this coming weekend mm. because there's not a lot of competition right now. Right. Because um, Indiana Jones doesn't come out for like another week. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how that one's going to do. We'll find out. We'll find out. Because much like in the title of our episode here, nostalgia's running wild with The Flash. And so <laughs> What you going to do when the nostalgia <laughs> runs, runs wild, wild on you, brother? But not only is nostalgia running wild with Flash, but it's also running wild with Indiana Jones. I saw a great like uh, knockoff of uh, the panels for Watchmen with Dr. Manhattan, you know, sitting, he's like, it's this yeah. date and this is happening. It's yeah. this date and this is happening. It's this date and this is happening. It's the same shit. Um, and it's, you know, it's 1989 and Batman and Indiana Jones is in theaters. <laughs> it's 2008 and Batman and Indiana Jones movies are in theaters. It's 2023 and Batman and Indiana Jones movies are in theaters. Uh, that's, that's awesome. It's good shit. It's such good shit. Um, but yeah, I mean... That's kind of the, like we said earlier, with Michael Keaton being cast in this movie, the reason why we're even doing this episode, along with like just even Affleck's appearance, Mm -hmm. is pretty much what's hooking everybody to come on in. Yeah. And and, and as you, if you've already seen the movie, then you already know there is a lot more going on that's going to really be like tugging at your your nostalgia strings, you know, the nostalgia strings. Um, If I can even say that word. Um, But just all these things are really hooking you in because it's getting to you on a personal level that that you're attached to. All these sentimental characters and and things. There's something about this movie that's going to capture that for you. Yeah. And as well as like anything, like Transformers or with, you know, Indiana Jones Mm -hmm. and whatever and the rest. You know, all those movies I think could uh, benefit from having a Batman in them. (laughs) I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you by a long shot, buddy. (laughs) 
So, and then uh, real quick, let me go ahead and run down the cast list for All you right. guys. As you already know, we got Michael Keaton back as oh, Batman. Yeah. I can't Man stop himself. talking. I can't just stop saying that alone because <laughs> it's Keaton unreal at Batman. this moment in my life. Michael yeah. Keaton is back as Batman. Yeah. But he's not star. He's not the star of The Flash. No, he's not. To us, he is. <laughs> And, of course, you already know the man himself or the the person himself, themselves. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so disrespectful on that nature, so forgive me on that. But Ezra Miller. Yes. Hashtag Ezra the, Crimes. The menace themselves. <laughs> the menace themselves, Ezra Miller, as The Flash, and as well as doing a dual performance as an alternate younger version of Barry Allen yeah. from the year 2013. You get two Batman, you get two Flashes. Yeah, you wanted one Ezra? Well, you're getting two. <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. Ah. <laughs> Ezra's. Ah. <laughs> and another returning actor from a previous DC property, talking Michael Shannon as oh. General Zod. Yeah, you think your son is safe? <laughs> I will find him. <laughs> <laughs> My soul. <laughs> that for which you have taken from me. Yeah. Dude, Michael. And, and, and I mean... And we'll get into this in a bit here. I'll keep running down the <laughs> yeah, list. I don't want to get I don't want to get stuck on Michael <laughs> Shannon yet. Um, replacing uh, Billy Crudup is Ron Livingston as Henry Allen, All right. playing Barry's dad. There you go. And uh, playing the lovable and honestly, just I wish she was my mom, the Nora Allen in this movie, performed by Maribel Verdu. All right. She was she was pretty sweet. I'm just gonna yeah, jump to. Nice. I'm gonna give her some praise. She she was a great. Mother, one of the great mothers of our time. <laughs> I mean, she was just one of the best moms that you could ever watch on screen. Just thinking to yourself, man, why isn't she my mom? <laughs> Making spaghetti by hand and everything. It's fantastic. Uh, returning as Iris West, we got Kersey Clemens. All right. Um, because she returning a- from Zack Snyder's just yes, League. yes. Uh, and then another returning character who played uh, Ferrara UL. I think I'm butchering that name, but uh, I'm also going to butcher her actually actress's name here. Uh, Antege Trap. Oh, fuck, I oh yeah. I can't. It's A-N-T-U-J-E or something like that, right? It's, it's a, her first name. Yeah, her first name is A-N-T-J-E. J-E, yeah. Last name is T-R-A-U-E. It would be Antie? It's like Antie. Antie Trow. Yeah. Or true, maybe? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should have she doesn't have any speaking parts in this. <laughs> she doesn't have any speaking roles in this. Yeah, she doesn't have a speaking part in this one, Um, but she talked a lot in Man of Steel, so maybe that's, I don't know, yeah. balance that out. Also, they probably didn't want to put too much focus on that. So. Yeah. Um, and uh, another uh, couple of returning characters here that you would uh, know about just based on probably the, the pr- promotional material, but you've got uh, Jeremy Irons coming back as our lovable Alfred Pennyworth, as yeah. snarky as ever. He was fantastic. Always fantastic as Alfred. Always. And last but certainly not least is, uh, did I say cer- certainly? Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> last but not least. No, certainly. Goddamn, whatever. <laughs> Got Ben Affleck coming back as Batman. What an intro for Ben Affleck here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Ben Affleck is back. Oh, I disappointed him so bad. <laughs> Somewhere Ben Affleck is even more... <laughs> disappointed. I'm sure as he sleeps on one of JLo's butt cheeks, he's really <laughs> sad about it. <laughs> I'm sure he's really bummed out about it. So one single tear rolls down on one of JLo's butt cheeks. And I'm coming from a place of love, too. I mean, imagine everybody coming from a place of hate. There's still people that, that think he's a bad Batman, which Dude, they're insane. I 
I think I think Ben Affleck's been a, a really great Batman. I think I think that BVS performance is really really good, man. One of the one of the one of the best Batman performances I feel. You well, know, say what you will about the story itself and how how it's written out, but I think his performance itself is great. You can tell he is committed in Batman v Superman. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the just in general, his. I mean, you got to remember, Ben Affleck is was coming hot off of Argo mm-hmm. when he got cast as Batman. Yeah. And kind of making a comeback as a director and kind of a prestige director. He just, you know, like I said, you're coming off of Argo, you won an Oscar as, you know, for best picture. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have to be Batman. <laughs> no, he didn't. And I think, uh, I, I he doubt that it was. learned, like, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't have to be Batman. <laughs> I think he, he learned that there's a challenge to, to work in these IP properties, you know, these, yeah. you know, these intellectual properties and being committed in a lot of ways, especially physically. Like, yeah. I can't imagine that to be that in shape as mm-hmm. he was for Batman v Superman. Yeah. Like, he was... He got big. Yeah. He got big. He got ripped. I mean, it was only mostly for, like, what, one or two shirtless scenes, maybe? Yeah. But Although, I, I have a feeling that there may have been some makeup or CGI enhancements on some of that, some of his body. Are but, you saying that he wasn't natty? <laughs> I don't think he was natty, bro. Uh, I think I think, had, I think Batfleck was I think natty. He had some CGI steroids. I think on he him. was natty. Get I think, out of I think here. he was big, but I I don't think he had the definition that we see in, in Batman v Superman. I don't know, man. I can't I can't see that. <laughs> Anyways, but it was nice to see him do this once more. And uh, yeah, so that's the main cast there. Um, if you're still with us, good for you. We have you know if you I'm sorry if you're still with us and you have not seen the Flash. <laughs> yes. Guess what? We haven't spoiled shit for you. That's right. This is all stuff you can find in promotional materials. Exactly. You can watch literally any trailer, any commercial that's already been released, and all the stuff that we've talked about, you will already know about mm-hmm. or will learn about, whatever. And we're going to go ahead and give you just a quick, you know, kind of spoiler-free thoughts on the matter to give uh, for those of you still on the fence of seeing this movie or checking it out, whatever mm-hmm. the hell the case may be. Yeah. Uh, it could be in the future. It could be five years from now and you're just like, you haven't still seen this movie, but you're like thinking maybe I'll watch it on, you know, <laughs> streaming. It's on, on you know, Max. Yeah, it's on Max. It's, you know, I got I got a free, like, you know, Blu-ray from a homie. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I don't know if I want to watch it yet. All right. We're going to give you a quick little spoiler-free rundown on our thoughts and things like that. And we'll let you know when it's time for the spoilers to kick in and yeah. when we're going to break shit down for real. We'll let you know when uh, Stephanie Brown comes to town. Spoiler. That doesn't actually happen, That's but I, movie, I know you but... <laughs> went there. I know you went there. This is a comic reference for those who I know. know. That's a deep cut, man. That was a... That was a, that was yeah. a deep paper cut yeah. off the comic page. Well, I, I'll, I'll cut you. I'll cut you. I ain't even turned a page yet. I'm already <laughs> bleeding. That's smart. Yeah, you're a smart boy, David. Catching them rhymes. That's why you're a talented musician and I am not. <laughs> but you already do that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> You've always been a true friend of mine. Dude. I'm going to flip this coin. Oh, no. He's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys. So... You know, um, I want to ask you, David, what was your first thoughts when the movie was over? With By the time we got yeah. through, like, the, the credits and all that stuff and the lights are back on, the auditorium, yeah. we're all, everybody's collecting themselves, we're all about to get out of there. What were your first thoughts of the movie? Yeah. My first thoughts were, um, why am I not as elated as I should be? <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I enjoyed the movie. I had a great time watching it. I was very entertained and had fun. Um 
but you know, there's a few things that just keep it from uh, having me be just super um, over the top about it. Um, the I think the, the 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 poison at the center of this <laughs> that is is keeping me from 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 being uh, all in on it is Ezra Miller. Ezra does give very a very good uh, performance in the in the emotional scenes that um, that they have to give and for what um, you know what Barry Allen has to go through. Um, Ezra you know brings it in in those scenes. However, there are uh, comedy scenes where. Uh, it's a little too much. It's a little too over the top and a little too try hard for me. Um, the same, you know, that goes back into like Justice League where Ezra was just a little too like trying too hard. Like somebody who is not a comedian, uh, like improvising stuff that just, you know, you like the brunch stuff in Justice League, like that stuff to me just, you know, screams of like he's riffing on a thing that just isn't funny. And then same kind of thing happens here. There's a, a scene where that kind of talking fast kind of thing uh, is just not working for me. Um, the also just the, the choices that Ezra makes for how how awkward uh, Barry is just doesn't sit right for me in terms of just like the character that, that I necessarily want to see. Like I, I understand, you know, Barry can be like, you know, a nerd, like obviously in the TV show, he's, he is more nerdy and more, uh, just not like cool. You know, like arrow is cool. You know, like <laughs> Oliver Queen is supposed to be cool in, in the, in the TV shows. And like to contrast that, uh, uh, Grant Gustin's Barry Allen is, is not, um, the thing that I do like obviously is Batman, both Batmans that are in this, I think, uh, um, the writing for for both Batman is really good. I think you get insights. You know, both Michael Keaton and uh, Ben Affleck give you insights into the character that we didn't see in some of the other movies that they have been in, and that was very cool to see. They both give, I think, great performances. You know, obviously Ben Affleck has a very shortened uh, uh, part in this movie than Michael Keaton does. Michael Keaton gives, you know, every time he's on screen, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so like. Again, it's a mixed bag, but it leans positive because one, Michael Keaton is a big part of the movie, so it is cool to see. Um, also, Supergirl is very cool in this too. I really like Supergirl's uh, uh, stuff that they they have her do, um, and she 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 gives a really good performance and something that feels like um, connected to what the little bit that I know about Supergirl, and uh, and also just in her own own way, you know bringing what you know her own thing to it um plus her suit looks great <laughs> like the, the that, that is awesome also too on one of the uh negative sides are is the cgi and i the second time i banged into it even harder i kind of thought it, maybe i could let it s- slip but the cgi is very shoddy in a lot of places and that can really take me out of the movie, especially when I'm trying to see a cool action scene, but it's all rubbery CGI people. I just, it takes me out and does not uh, engage me at all, you know? Um, but yeah, so that, so there, there's my, my good and bad, my, my sweet and sour, my, uh, my, my irks and quirks on the, uh, uh, no, sorry, my irks and perks. There we go. My ah. Perks and my irks, as uh, my, my buddy Mike would say, um, of, of the movie for me. So a mixed bag that runs positive 
but uh, a lot of caveats to it. So how about you, Matt? What what were you thinking when the when the lights came up? You know, fairly similar to yours. I mean, the hot topic of that movie is going to be, you know, I think uh, more so leaning towards Ezra Miller and He's a pretty polarizing person at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that I think the public would have preferred mm-hmm. to have been done with this movie yeah. in lieu of all the things that he's done and the public yeah. perception of things. Yeah, uh, They stuck to their guns and they pushed this movie out theatrically and they pushed as – they kept this – the image of him and everything clean going into it. So I was always yeah. curious, like, okay – is it just going to be a shit performance and we're just going to end up really just wondering, scratching our heads, what's going right. on? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give the man his flower. Man, sorry. <laughs> give the person. Uh, give the person her flowers. I am I th- so sorry. I think, I, I, think, I think Ezra does, uh, they use they, them, but they also use he, him, I think. So, I, know, I know. I just try to be a little bit more. Yeah, sensitive. About it, it hits me after I say it. Yeah. It's like, God, I hate it. Yeah. I hate when it, has, <laughs> it hits me afterwards. Yeah. Um, Because we're also thinking about Barry Allen, too. Like, we're, we're thinking of, you know. Right. The right. character is is a man, so. Yeah. Um. But I will give Ezra Miller their flowers. They did a really cool job of just being able to perform, you know, two mm-hmm. different characters. Yeah. And uh, two different versions of the same character at mm-hmm. that. And, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Sometimes the humor is just ungodly cringy at moments where you're like, yeah. oh, come on, just cut that yeah. shit out. Like just- they're, they're still going on this riff? Yeah, like like you mentioned earlier, one of the uh, opening sequences involves a barista, and the barista just they ham it up. They make it as yeah. they make this character as basic as a bitch can get, <laughs> and it's kind of just one of those things where nobody does this in real life. And I know mm-hmm. it's being it's a movie, it's a fantastical thing. It's ridiculous that I could even complain about something like that when I'm talking about somebody who is portrayed as the fastest man alive. <laughs> and okay, so what? But still. I'm willing to take myself out of the realm of reality for that, but please can you at least make the one individual character that is mm-hmm. innocuous and meaningless to be real and to interact with a character that is meant to be outlandish and out there and things yeah. like that. Um, they did – the main Barry Allen, you know, I, I, like there's there's two different Barry Allens. There's the main one that's the mm-hmm. – you know, that Ezra Miller stars as. Yeah. And then there's the past version and who's younger. Now – one of the big differences that I've noted too that I really appreciated was that this the current day Barry Allen that we've been introduced to for so many years yeah. is a lot more settled, mature, yeah. which really kind of helps carry the movie a lot better mm-hmm. than I was a worried. I was worried about that. Yeah, I was worried that we we're gonna get the so super frantic, self you know aware, yeah. constantly self aware, overthinking over whatever. Yeah, and you get moments of that, but it's not as uh, egregiously uh, as much as like as you got in like Justice League. League. Yeah. yeah. So it's better. It's improved. Yeah. Um, yes. Without a doubt, the Batman stuff is just so fun. It's cool. Yeah. It's great. It's everything you wanted. And for Michael Keaton, it's the greatest hits of like, hey, we've got Keaton back as Batman. Yeah, it's 31 years later. Yeah, it's not necessarily their movie, but mm-hmm. guess what? We're going to do the best we can to honor this mm-hmm. person, this character, what they what they did for this industry, what they did for this you know character. Yeah. And um, they nailed it. Yeah. And then, yeah, for this to be potentially more than likely Ben Affleck's last outing as Batman, very, very, very nice. Yeah. It, 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 yes. The, the Showing an arc, too, from when we first met Ben Affleck's Batman and BVS to, to now, you know? Absolutely. And to give him that kind of closure mm-hmm. is super cool in a sense. Yeah. Uh, for Ben Affleck, really, because I think from, from a performer standpoint – 
it was exactly what he, you know, like as he said, I finally figured out how to play Batman. Yeah. It's a shame it kind of came this late in the game in a sense, but then mm-hmm. again, I never really thought he didn't know how to play Batman. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, And as well as like with Supergirl, uh, Sarah Callie, she... Um, Sasha. Sasha. Sasha Callie. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> Sasha Callie, wonderful gal, did a mm-hmm. wonderful job. Yeah. Um, It almost makes me want a little bit of more. Yeah. You know, when I Which left... Which is good, you know? Like, yeah. They, they didn't overuse her. And yeah, it leaves you wanting more. So, mm-hmm. and some of the other returning characters, like you know, Jeremy Irons as Alfred, always a treat. Yeah, um, Michael Shannon as Zod. You know, I I love the Zod character. Love him in Man of Steel. Michael Shannon is actually one of my favorite actors to really kind of watch, just yeah. because there's something super weird and magnetic about him. Yeah, totally. And uh, but you can definitely, I mean, if there's one criticism I had to say, you can definitely tell he's phoning it in on this one. Yeah, you know, there there is some of that. I think. Yeah, I think he was definitely like one confused about why he's even there. <laughs> Two, uh, yeah, uh, like I think there's there are certain spots, and we'll talk specifically in the in the spoiler part. But certain spots where he does kind of show who he was in Man of Steel. I've seen some interviews with uh, Michael Shannon where he talks about like you know what we did in Man of Steel. Like that was a character, and I really like worked on that. And there was like an actual like study and and all that stuff. In this, I'm kind of just there to be. Uh, uh, an obstacle for our heroes to smash against. You know, he's not really, there's not really a, a enough care, like a whole lot of character study or motivation as to what he's doing because it's his motivation is what was his motivation was in Man of Steel. <laughs> you know, it's right. Like, you are literally getting the same yeah. Zod. Yeah. You're not getting same, a yeah. different version. You're not getting a Zod who's coming back to life, who's mm-hmm. got a new renewed interest in destroying Earth and yeah. and, and dominating Superman yeah. and taking down anybody else that stands in his way. Yeah. What it's he wants to do Zod. in Man of Steel is what he wants to do in this movie. <laughs> Literally no difference. And, and and that's fine, I guess, especially for the what the story is. So it's your standard Barry Allen fucks up the timeline, needs to go <laughs> learn a lesson and clean it up somehow. Yeah. And that's essentially the story. It sounds like any other Flash story that has come out the last like 12 years or so. Yeah. And that in of itself is a little bit disappointing because I feel like that's, to me, that's all the flash is really known for nowadays. It's like, Oh, he can run so fast. He can time travel and fuck up the timeline. Then he's got to learn his lesson, but he keeps making the same fucking mistake across every universe. (laughs) Um, so it's a bit disheartening in that regard. Um, that's probably my main knock is that this isn't necessarily an original flash story where like the flash is like dealing with like the rogues gallery of like right. captain cold mirror master and uh you know captain boomerang captain and, boomerang yeah uh killer frost you trickster. know trickster that's right and you're not really getting the that. turtle <laughs> Sorry. okay thanks <laughs> uh you're not really getting those stories you're not getting that kind of story you're just getting another time travel story and and their 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 version of time travel and the rules are once again just different. Yeah. I, I, can't I think t- they do a good job explaining the the rules of this time travel. Uh, yeah, I think I think they do. I mean, like any time travel story, we talked about this. There comes a point where that Looper, that scene from Looper, just you know rears its head and it's just yeah. like it, you can't it think rings. about it too hard, otherwise your brain will turn to bush or whatever. Yeah, it, it's a uh, try not to think too hard about it, otherwise you'll fry your brain like an egg. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you get no greater line from Bruce Willis than that in that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, time travel is a tricky thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done it yet, so I don't really know for sure. <laughs> um, but I feel like everybody's got their own version of it, yeah. you know, and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I left the movie entertained. I 
have really nothing necessarily hateful or super negative. Yeah. I really do want people to go see this and, and yeah. judge for themselves what they yeah. thought of it. I think if, you'll have a fun time if you go see it, you know? I think you'll have a fun time, but try not to be up your own ass about it. I mean, a lot <laughs> of the hate that currently I'm seeing online about the movie, definitely the CGI has been critical. Yeah. Um, some of the other surprises, too, have been criticized uh, in a sense, which I get, but also, like, get over it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We we'll talk about yeah. that in a bit. And really, you just got to be in the moment yeah. to have a good time. And look, you're talking to somebody who did not have fun watching Eternals. So I'm not hopping on every little <laughs> comic book movie project yeah. that comes out here. I'm yeah. as critical as anybody feels the need to. But I do feel like some people pride themselves in being hateful in moments like this where it's like, it's either you have a personal reason why you don't like it or mm-hmm. there's actually specific things that really stand out to you. Yeah. And yeah, I know the CGI has been criticized, but I really don't think it's I don't know why. That's like not even like my least favorite like situ- I don't know, like I don't really yeah. care about the CGI in this movie. Like it, does, yeah. it doesn't offend me and it doesn't like turn me on either. So yeah. it's like, ah, I'm not into this, but I whatever. I I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah. I do appreciate the uh uses in certain areas of it like the mm-hmm. speed force. Yeah. The yeah. more animated look like, of the multiverse. Yeah. I actually don't mind that because there's no promises of it trying to be – I guess there's no promises of trying to, like, bring in the actors and make them come in on a, on a day to shoot these little innocuous, un- unimportant, well, I, unimportant, you know, things to them. But. Yeah. But one thing I, I, um, I'll, I'll give in the, in the plus column, too, is, is yeah, the um, visualization of the Speed Force and how uh, Barry uses his powers. You know, there's – uh, a thing that we see in um <laughs> sorry what's up I was just trying to see the time oh okay I was just trying to see the time um, uh, can I not look at the time <laughs> no you can't look at my <laughs> eyes when I'm speaking <laughs> but I'm sorry go on yeah I didn't mean to distract um, you like that no it's okay uh but uh yeah, th- th- there's a shot in one of the trailers where, you know, as Flash is about to take off like everything kind of stretches out and I thought that was cool I had never really seen that as a um uh show showcase of like speed powers you know which is very cool yeah um and you know the action is cool there's that shot in the trailers as well where the two berries are running around and then they slide and their two boots touch each other which yeah. is cool yeah gotta um, love when the booties touch <laughs> not the booties the boots oh <laughs> oh right yes <laughs> um but yeah stuff like that so i think there's like some cool use of the powers and stuff um yeah, so there you go. Another another in the in the plus column there. Yeah. Um just to kind of put the uh just so that we can start spoiling shit here in yeah, a bit. Yeah, start spoiling. Um stuff. my final thought in the whole movie itself is does it propel things forward? Not really. Yeah. Uh does it put a bow on things? In a way, yes. Is it um acceptable? Sure. I mean, I don't think this was the ideal end of this particular chapter of this franchise. Yeah, it definitely feels like a movie that is trying to be molded into a certain thing to to fit several regime changes <laughs> at, well, at the studio that it was made. You know? I feel like the promotion's been more like that than the actual movie itself. Mm. Um, if this is the swan song for the DC Extended Universe movie franchise, so be it. I think it's a fine enough way to go. Yeah, You don't need to read too much into it. Don't put too much thought into it. Once again, you'll fry your brain like an egg. <laughs> I think... You just have to sort of take it as it is and just move on. Um, and maybe that's not the most, you know, appropriate thing to kind of say when trying to like, you know, you know, endorse this movie. But honestly, it's as good as it gets. Yeah. 
Not the not that movie. Not but the movie. Not the movie as good as it gets. Just it's what as if good. this is as good as it gets? <laughs> I remember that. That's like the only line I remember from the from that movie. I haven't watched that movie in so long, but I do remember it being good. As good as it gets. As good as it gets. <laughs> um, what's your final thought on the Flash? Spoiler free. Spoiler free. Final thought. Uh, it's fun movie. A couple of uh, couple of irks in there. Um, not as good as like what it's being had been hyped up. I was kind of, you know, people were saying stuff like it's the best DC movie since the dark Knight," And it is definitely not. <laughs> that. No. Um, but, uh, it is, you know, it's a fun movie. There's, there's emotion. There's, uh, fun, fun cameos that'll get you excited as you, as you're watching it. Um, there are, uh, great action, you know? And of course we get, yeah. Quite possibly the last time that we get to see officially Michael Keaton as Batman. You got Michael Keaton as Batman. I mean, there's no way that's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Hey, we're going to give you a, a countdown here. Oh, okay. Because it's time to get into spoiler territory, all right? I've, all right. Been, I've been itching here. Countdown from 30, 36? What? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why 36? All right, 29. What? <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing to me, man? 29. We're doing 10. All right. Count down from one. One. Mother. (laughs) You're dicking around with me here. I don't like it. All right. 10, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. We're coming up on spoilers. (laughs) Pause it. If you don't want to go see the movie right now, if you don't want to be spoiled. 5, 4, 3, last chance. 1. We're in spoilers uh, right now. <laughs> spoiler territory. David, you trying to fuck on me? I was fucking on you hard, you son buddy. Son of a bitch. You trying to fuck I'm on I'm just trying me. to let these people know. That's true. You're giving them as much of a chance to like get out of here before they hear too much. Yeah. So get uh, out of here if you don't want to be in spoiler. I, I, I kind of envisioned this moment to be where we just start rambling collectively at the same time <laughs> about saying everything that happens in this movie. If I was a good improviser, I could do that, but I am not. <laughs> no, okay. I could I could absolutely wing it. Um so I am going to go ahead and just uh, jump to, I, I'm just going to phase, <laughs> if you will, uh, to like the, through the first hour. Yeah. Once again, uh, well, actually, no, I want to, I want to, I want to, it's unfair to do that because I want to focus on all the Batman shit for this. Okay. Yeah. And you can't ignore the first like 10, 15 minutes of this movie because yeah. it has Ben Affleck doing the, one last big go round as yeah. Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. We, we we get a little bit of the, the like the first you know the ten fifteen minutes is a, a little bit of a, a, a Justice League follow up. Yeah, it really little, is. Little Justice League adventure happens here, um, where where Bruce is uh, getting in touch with Barry because there is uh, the Falcone, the Falcone's idiot son, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> uh, just uh, stolen some virus from the lab at, uh, at Gotham General, and uh, he needs Barry to go rescue the people at the at the hospital while. Batman goes and and uh, goes to save the world, <laughs> right? Basically, um, and so yeah, so we we, we get a, a whole thing here where Batman, you get to see Batman doing cool shit, you know, chasing down uh, a thug <laughs> on his bat cycle, and uh, um, broad daylight too. Broad daylight, you get a daytime Batman in yeah. action, which is not something that I can say I've ever seen in a Batman movie, aside from The Dark Knight Rises with the big uh, right, battle yeah. scene at the end, yeah. Um, but this was cool. And this is the first, 
Uh, well, actually, let's say second live-action iteration of a blue and yeah. gray suit. I would say the first one would be Adam West. True. Yes. Yeah. And so we got the return of a uh, you know a gray and blue yeah. look yeah. for Batman. A more uh, 60s, 70s kind of traditional yeah. look, or you know maybe 50s as well, I'd yeah. say. Um, it's really cool. Uh, really fantastic action sequences. Some cool one-liners from you know from Batfleck and yeah. of course Alfred being snarky and doing his thing and yeah. and, and Barry really showcasing his skills as a speedster um, mm-hmm. really nicely yeah and you get a great cameo at the end of this whole opening sequence from Wonder Woman yeah Wonder Woman <laughs> all of that <laughs> all of that. <laughs> All of that, man. <laughs> Gal Gadot there. And- um, I, I do have to to shout out that that one part in the action sequence where Batman is dri- riding his Batcycle, the bad guys blow up a uh, uh, tanker in front of him, and you think Batman's done for. But out of the fire, here comes Batman spinning out. Just totally, just he's jumped off the bike and he's, he's doing a, like a barrel hooking. roll. Yeah, he's got the grapple hook and he's just flying. Yeah. Through hooks the air. onto the car and it does a very cool, very cool sequence of uh, jumping from car to car, surfing on the <laughs> basically surfing on the on the uh, asphalt here and makes his way up to the um, uh, to the bad guy's car. And another cool thing, the bad guy on top of the car, the the thug is looking around. He has his gun out. He looks to one side. He looks to the other side. And then when he goes back to the next side, Batman's all of a sudden, boom, there he is. Boom, <laughs> boom, motherfucker. And then, when he, and then when he gets into the uh, the ride, too, it's like a Hummer or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, of course, he takes out a couple of guys. The driver just like gives up and he, like, he, just, <laughs> yeah. he just rolls out of the car. He's like, I'm out of here. He knows what time it is. He knows man. what's up. <laughs> uh, and then... Yeah, I mean, really great action. Uh, the big save from Wonder Woman and uh, all that fun stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then at the end, too, it's like you've got, uh, you know, Flash moves on to go do his thing. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman's out of there. And then as Falcon's idiot kid's, like, running away, oh, yeah. Batman, not even looking at him, yeah. just tosses the battering out nonchalantly and yeah. it swings back and hits him right in the <laughs> fucking head. Glorious. Pure yeah. Batman. Making pure, plans. Pure Batman. Making plans with Alfred for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Man, that's some cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's good stuff. Um, and then you, you know, just kind of go through the motions here. You, you've got Barry Allen just kind of going through his daily life. You know, he works as a mm-hmm. crime scene, you know, investigator of sorts, yeah. or he analyzes a lot of stuff at the lab. Yeah. He has a, you know, one, in, in traditional Flash fashion that Barry Allen is always just late. late. Yeah. Fastest man in the world. Can't get to work on time. Can't mm-hmm. seem to do. Can't. Yeah. Just can't do it. Can't do it. And you get... Uh, you know, you, you get uh, a little bit more of an inside look of his personal life. He's still obviously kind of keeping up with uh, his father, trying to help him get out, you know, yeah. trying to prove his innocence. Yeah, daddy's up for parole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was framed for the murder of his wife, Nora, yeah. which he didn't do. And he and Barry are very adamant about that. Yeah. But there's just no concrete proof yeah. otherwise. Yeah, and so Barry is, is trying to find some way to, uh, to do it. And as always, his dad is kind of just like, you know what, just forget about me, you know, move on like this you, you can't fixate on me this whole you know you're you're um kind of running in place as billy crudup says in uh, i think the justice in the uh, Zack snyder justice league um what kind of innocent man tells like you know <laughs> his kid to move on with his life well, and be I, supportive I mean, I'm, no i'm just saying like that's okay. that's a good thing i, yeah, I think it's okay, a good yeah. thing i think he's it's a, very telling. a good man does that <laughs> yeah he's he's being selfless like yeah. he's like don't worry like like what the the injustice league he's just like it's like I'm just an old dude, you know, yeah. like, you know, he's like putting himself down, being yeah. self-deprecating and he's just trying to like 
get it across the sun's head. Like yeah. you have a chance to live your life, be free. Yeah. Don't worry about me. I love yeah. you. You love me. I, I, I will always cherish that, but you yeah. got to live your life. Yeah. Um, so that's the theme that also kind of continues on in this too. Mm. I thought, um, what's his name? Uh, Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. Thank you. I get him and uh, Kyle Chandler uh, mixed up for some reason. <laughs> Matthew Perry? No, no, no. Uh, Kyle Chandler. The, the guy from uh Oh, I know who the hell you're talking about. Yeah, 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 never mind. I'm like, oh, Chandler. <laughs> Bing? <laughs> Chandler Bing. <laughs> um, I don't watch Friends like that, but here yeah, I am. For, for whatever reason, I, I, I get those two mixed up all the time, so I, I yeah. always mix up their names. But um, Ron Livingston does, does a good job. He's, mm-hmm. you know, great dad energy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It does really good. Um, Through all of this, Barry discovers that he can you know, time travel again and a little bit more of a different fashion. Mm-hmm. And he approaches, you know, he wants to talk to Bruce about it. Yeah. And of course he's pitching the whole idea about time yeah. traveling and fixing things that happen in and their lives. This is a really, I, I love this scene. Uh, it's a very meaty, meaty scene yeah. with, with, with Affleck. And I had mentioned before how, you know, they give, um, you know, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton have both given kind of new insights into, into Bruce and Batman as a character in this one for this scene. I, I feel like, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman is showing you kind of how far he's come in terms of healing himself, you know, as him and Barry are talking, Barry's telling him, you know, I went back in time and, uh, here we get a little, uh, reference to the Snyder cut of justice league where like, okay, I guess this is Canon where at the end of that, uh, the Snyder cut of justice league, you, uh, Barry goes back in time a few seconds because like a bomb goes off or whatever. And he goes back in time to stop it. Um, and he, he talks about like, you know, I did that in Russia um, and now I went back even, you know, even farther. And uh, Bruce is telling me, you know, it's way different going back a few seconds and going back days or years. Um, but Barry says, you know, I can I can save my mom. And then he kind of poses it to Bruce. He's like, hey, I can save your parents. Kind of a almost to me, it's like a, a devil's kind of like, you know, like come on, man, just let me do this. <laughs> you know, like I can, I can do something for you. Right. Like he's already dead set on what he wants to do. Yeah. And he's just trying to hear somebody else say, he just go wants, do it. Yeah. He wants to hear somebody just say, go do it. And so, you know, he, he, he offers that to Bruce and Bruce doesn't bite at all. He just says you, or you could destroy everything. Like Bruce knows, you know, he's a smart dude, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he really is. He is. He is. And you know, he, he says, you know, uh, the things that happened to us in the past are things that make us who we are now. Kind of lays lays out what the theme is for this, you know, the lesson that that Barry has to learn. And you can't you can't live in the in the past. How, how does he say it? You can't I think it's something like you can't live in the past, but you you have to take that and go forward. You know, you have right. to take what happened to you and just move forward. Um these scars make us who we these are. These scars make us who we are. That's what and it is, yeah. And uh, there's nothing broken about you. That's the other. That's such a good line too. That oh man, that's like that's a very emotional line yeah. for for somebody to hear. You know, Bruce Batman telling you, hey, there's nothing about you that's broken that needs fixing. You know, you what happened happened, and you know we we wouldn't be who we are if if things were different. Um, and like I feel like this this is the insight that it gave me is that Bruce has come to terms with what happened. You know in in Batman v Superman, he's obviously a dude who is still very fucked up from the things that happened to him. He's gone into a very dark place. Uh, obviously, you know, the mention of his mother <laughs> is what brings him kind of out of of where he's at. And I think 
being part of a team has started to heal him as well. You know, he's around people now. Hell, he's, he's fighting crime during daylight. Look at that. He's out during the day. And uh, and so here we, we have a, a Bruce that is uh, come to terms with, with the things that have happened to him in the past. And he's now he's not necessarily, I don't think he's fighting to bring back his parents. You know, he's not fighting that uh, that anger and that depression that's inside of him. Now he's fighting because it's the right thing to do, you know? No, absolutely. I think that is uh, that is literally and exactly the best way to point out the involvement that Ben Affleck's Batman has in The Flash. Mm-hmm. He's given the warning signs to yeah. Barry. Hey, don't do that. Yeah, You can do it, obviously. You have the capabilities, right. but you shouldn't because... It's unknown territory, yeah, and no one's asking you to do that. You mm-hmm. don't have to do that. You don't yeah. have to do that for me. Right. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in the position I am, all these things. So it's that one final obvious warning of don't time travel. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Barry, don't do it. In the most heartfelt and thoughtful manner that you could hear from, and that is the send-off that we get for Ben Affleck. There you go. Drives off in his whatever he's got. Mercedes. fancy-ass car, whatever it is. <laughs> uh... You know, let's go ahead and just kind of blow through the basics. Like, I, I, I really, <laughs> yeah, I, now, I, now we just got to kind of get through until Michael Keaton comes. Yeah, out. exactly. Let me go ahead and just, uh, you know, sharpen this up a bit. Yeah. Barry doesn't listen to Bruce, <laughs> he thinks if he just changes one thing, yeah, which is just he putting a, an extra can of tomatoes in his mom's, you know, uh, basket yeah. from when she was, you know, when the night the day that she got killed, yeah. which is stupid because it's like. Like that one thing is going to change a huge thing. Like yeah, it does. It doesn't matter if you go and you fight the guy that killed your mom, or if you just make it so that mm-hmm. that it, you know the guy never shows up. He doesn't think that you know he thinks that there's too many. You're, you're still changing a huge piece of history. Yeah, yeah. Of not just your life, but obviously anything else. And in this case, as we would kind of learn through the theory of a different Batman. Yeah. That inter- intertangling the uh, the web of the multiverse is not helpful either. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he doesn't listen. He goes back in time. He makes that one change up with the tomato can in the basket, and boom, his mom lives. Yeah, never gets killed. Yeah. You know, and because success, essentially, <laughs> because she was uh, so in the in you know, I don't want to get stuck on all the flash stuff, but basically, <laughs> the day that she got murdered, uh, she forgot a can of tomatoes, like one can of tomatoes. Yeah, sends out like, the husband yeah. to go, you know, sends out Henry to go get it. He does. He comes back. She's got a knife in the chest and mm-hmm. tells Barry to go call the cops. And that's the tragedy of their past. Yeah. Um, that's the history of it. So Barry gets the idea that, okay, if I go back, grab one innocuous extra can of tomatoes, yeah. put it in there. Dad never leaves. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. And of course, everything's fine. She yeah. lives. Everything's good. And he's kind of racing, you know, back to the present. And he's seeing the life that he is now yeah. growing up with, which yeah. is pretty cool. It's very, you know, like you can see the smile on his face. It's very infectious. It's yeah. like he's seeing his life unfold before him of this po- of what he didn't grow up with yeah. that somebody else grew up with. And it's pretty cool. And then eventually he gets caught up by this scary ass dark figure yeah. coming through the kind multiverse. Jumps out of the multiverse, out of the speed force. And, and just punches him punches right him out of time yeah. and punches him into an unknown portion of time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that ends up being just 10 years ago in 2013, yeah. Yeah. just uh, the year that he gets his powers and all these other events that occur yeah. in that particular era of life. Uh, however, he interacts with himself, his younger version of himself, mm-hmm. and that, of course, just spirals into nonsense because – 
let's just zip right through it. He ends up thinking like, oh man, I've got to like make sure my younger self gets powers. That way I can keep my powers. Right. And he's thinking it's running by back to the future rules. Yeah. Um, so he does that, but he loses his powers in the process because mm-hmm. of the positioning of things and a lightning bolt strikes right through him into younger Barry. Yeah. Boom, he's fucked. But young <laughs> Barry gets his powers and yeah. things just get, you know, a couple, couple of what's supposed to be hilarious moments, but it's just, you know, give or take how you're feeling <laughs> in the mood. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Oh, okay, that's kind of annoying because he's yeah. got this stoner laugh going. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, th- th- this was kind of a, a clever conceit in the screenplay, I feel, where you get a origin story for Flash where, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we already have an established Flash from Justice League and from this movie. But now we get to see, like, okay, what would have what happened when Barry actually did get his powers? You know, he uses them in stupid ways. He can't necessarily control it. He, you know, he runs out and burns up his clothes. A lot of trial and, and error. Yeah, a lot of trial and error stuff. And uh, um, we, two two things here. We get to see, you know, origin story for Flash. But then we also get to see how capable he's come, he's become where oh, yeah. he's really trying to mentor his younger self. Be like, look, you're going to build up a whole bunch of, you know, uh, charge that you have to dissipate in some way. You can't wear regular clothes because that's just going to, they're going to burn off you from all the friction. You're going to be hungry all the time. You're going to be hungry all the time. You're going to be sleepy. You have all these amazing abilities that you have to learn and control, like yeah. phasing in, phasing out. Yeah. And that's, uh, I, I enjoyed that. And that's like what you talked about where he really shows the uh, difference in his uh, performances here between his older self and his younger self, where his older self is more tamed and more, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I would Reserved. say mature. Yeah, mature. I, I, there I you go. Say mature. Yeah, yeah, he's that. just more mature, and uh, his young his younger self is the more jokey, like stonery kind of <laughs> thing. And, and and you know the younger version of himself is 18. Yeah. So like that's the thing you have to try and keep in mind as well. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, I mean it's 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 so different. Um, he soon discovers though that he fucked up the timeline, of course, because he's discovering that Back to the Future doesn't star Michael J. Fox; it stars Eric Stoltz. What? But Michael J. Fox is the guy that stars in Footloose. Wait, and Kevin Bacon's the guy who stars in Top Gun. That's not right. None of this is right. <laughs> there's no Superman. There's no Aquaman. Yeah. You get a nice little cameo from Boba Fett. <laughs> Tamara Morrison. Yeah, they call up, uh, call the <laughs> lighthouse, and uh, Tamara Morrison. Can is I speak there. with Arthur? You want to talk dog? to my dog? You want to talk to my dog? Are you married to the Queen of Atlantis? <laughs> Hilarious cut to his very, uh, you know, basic not, what? Yeah, Not Nicole Kidman. Not, yeah, not Nicole Kidman. Um, really fun stuff of him just discovering all yeah. these little oopsie daisies he made. He's made a world without metahumans. Yeah. And then, of all things, Zod, the invasion of the Kryptonians oh, is, is happening. So now shit just got real. And yeah. He's like, there's nothing. There's no. There's no superheroes. There's yeah. no. There's no Superman. No Aquaman. There's no mm-hmm. Batman. Then you got the I'm Batman from the goofy ass yeah. Patty Spivet uh, version uh, <laughs> of this universe. And he's like, wait, you guys have a Batman? Yeah, but we don't know who he is. Like, of course they don't. And of course nobody knows who that Batman <laughs> yeah. is. And that's when we finally go ahead and take the berries out to Gotham City to Wayne going Manor, for their, going for their cousin's dinner. Going for that cousin's dinner. That that was a joke that actually landed for me. Was uh. When they get this, so they, they go visit, go to Wayne Manor. Yeah, try to find Bruce. The the Wayne Manor is kind of decrepit. It's yeah, it's abandoned. It's, it seems you know it's it doesn't seem like anybody really actually state of disrepair. Yeah, doesn't seem like actually anybody keeps up with it. Yeah, and uh, they they walk into into it, and it's it's the the mansion from eighty nine Batman. Mm-hmm. And they one of the cool things that I, I thought was they they took their time to really kind of recreate each room. 
and you see it from just different angles. You know, it's like you can recognize it, but it's not, they're not showing it to you in the way that you see it in Batman 89. You can see it from different angles. You can see like the long, I think we noticed the long table that him and uh, Vicky Vicky, Vale had dinner at. Um, They walk into a room where it, into that room, but uh, there's like some music playing. There's the showroom with the the stuff you got from Japan. Yeah, the first thing that they do is they walk into the, uh, into the armor room uh, that has all that, which when we first saw it, I, I nudged you. I was like, dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and the, even the kitchen, like the, the yeah. And the like kitchen too, like too. they walk into it and it's like, Oh shit, that's where, uh, Vicky and, and Bruce actually had it. And they listen to the story yeah. from Alfred. Yeah. Um, and so very cool uh, in that. And they're looking for Bruce. They can't find him. And, uh, you notice there's a sandal on the floor and then there's a kind of a POV shot from and, inside a cupboard kind of thing. And, and there's a there's a pot boiling. Yeah, there's in the a water pot boiling. So obviously some, somebody's here. There's been yeah. music playing in this one room. There's a, somebody's making food in this room. And then as they're looking for for Bruce, <laughs> somebody opens up some disheveled, long-haired, bearded in a with cardigan. The, yeah, with a cardigan, the mascot. Yeah, and just starts whooping uh, uh, powerless main <laughs> yeah. character Barry's ass. Uh, Very cool scene. I again, this is yeah. like I, I love this scene because it's like this Batman still knows how to fucking do it, even if he is old and 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 he's just in his casual wear. Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, it's it's funny because like you know, younger now powered Barry is mm-hmm. seeing all of this unfold in in slow time, and he can dodge every strike. Yeah. He can do all these things, and main Barry's just accidentally getting his ass whipped yeah, left and right. Getting, uh, champagne bottles to his face, or wine bottles to his face, and all this stuff. And um, finally, you know, uh, uh, the guy goes for one last thing, you know, and he, uh, young Barry gets out of the way, speed forces his stuff out of the way, and uh, the guy falls into a, you know, cupboard or whatever. Yeah. And then you look at him, and it's it, there it is, Michael Keaton, long hair, beard, and uh, and he finally just says, all right, what can I help you guys with? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they're like, well, who are you? And he's like, yeah. mm. The guy who lives the guy here. Who lives here, yeah. And because uh, he doesn't look like he doesn't look like uh, Ben Affleck. No, not at all. And it, it's great because you know, first thing that you hear him, say, you know, the other thing that you hear him say is like, "You guys hungry?" Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You guys hungry? <laughs> After all that, he's like, "Oh, you know, I feed these guys. These guys are all right." And and uh, you get this great scene. You kind of get very. You get caught up on this version of uh, of of Bruce Wayne in a sense because mm-hmm. you know they're like you know it comes out where he's you know being explained. Mm-hmm. Everything that's going on that the problem yeah. is with the multi, you know, with the time travel problem and everything else. And he's just like trying to get, you know, trying to get his, you know, facts straight where he's yeah. like, there's a Superman shoots lasers out and all this stuff. And no yeah. one's just like, hey, Superman, bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> like, well, you call yourself Batman. Yeah. Never call myself Super Batman. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such a dumb, like, it's so fucking dumb, but it, it's delivered perfectly by yeah. Keaton. Keaton's um, like, just so he can, Keaton can do everything, man. He can do. Yeah drama and comedy he does it all man um, he, he, he definitely turned it up you know when he needed to in those yeah. moments and those um, little there's like little mannerisms he tries like he tries a piece of his spaghetti as he's cooking it and just gives a little a little nod like all right that's all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's edible that's good uh and he uh you know he's great too because he also has it, you can tell that this this moment in time this version of bruce wayne mm-hmm. batman has been um has not seen a lot of people. And in a yeah. sense, I get this feeling that he was excited in a sense, since he had to interact with these people that he was yeah. excited to interact with yeah. them. His first instinct obviously is to 
defend himself and to take people out to oh, find right. out who, what's going on. Right. Like, who the hell's trying? Who the hell's <laughs> yeah. coming to my house? I didn't invite these guys. Yeah. So there's that. But also, like, when he gets to know them and hear the story of the multiverse and all this stuff, and he's, you know, in a sense, like maybe questioning it, but yeah. he's also excited to talk about he's, the multiverse because yeah, he's also get his super, mind going again. You yeah, know? you can see the wheels turning, and you yeah. can see him get kind of like you know, uh, antsy about it where he's just like, yeah. well, here's how this would happen. And he's explaining yeah. it and he's got the, 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 the two dry spaghetti, spaghetti yeah. sticks and he's explaining that, you know, like, cause Barry's just like, look, I, I went back here yeah. and I changed it. It seems like everything way back here changed. And yeah. he's like, well, he's yeah, like, it's because you're older than my Batman. Like, how are you older if I didn't go back to when you were born? Yeah. And the way that, you know, Bruce kind of explains it is like, well, you know, yada, 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 you yeah. do this, you do that, but you're, you also, think you, you make a branching timeline. But you don't. No. It's like you break it off and now boom. And then he's got like the the, the cooked spaghetti in there and he's just like, and you've got this, all these intersect, you know, these, uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, Inevitable intersections. Yeah, inevitable intersections. Some run parallel to each other. But there's, yeah, eventual, some are very divergent, but there are these. Yeah. And and he's like, boom, you got the multiverse, big, big bowl of pasta there. And then when he includes like, but if you mess with the time continuum and all this stuff, Mm. he's slops a big thing yeah. of sauce on he's like you got a big mess a you big a bowl of mess, mess. Yeah. yeah big hot mess um and yeah he also with the dry spaghetti he explains like when you break off into a certain point you're not making a branching timeline you're actually moving it on like a fulcrum and so the um time time it, what does he go he says it's uh it's like retroactive or something like that where when you make that new timeline you make a new past as well as a new future so and like Visually, like that makes sense. I'm like, okay, simple. I understand that. I I understand why things are the way they are, and I thought that was just a, a ingenious way to do it. And I thought it was even greater to to have somebody like Bruce, this Bruce, explain it. Yeah, which once again just nails in how smart this guy is yeah. in every timeline. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you know, of course, they're trying to recruit him, and he is just. He's not feeling it. He's just pass. like, pass. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not going to be that easy. Of course, Barry knows that he's Batman and uh, which other Barry didn't have a clue on because of course he didn't. Because <laughs> he thought he was at the cousin's dinner. The cousin's dinner. Uh, spaghetti is a huge theme in this whole movie, by the way. Yeah. The mom is making spaghetti. She gets killed because they have to go get a can of uh, tomatoes for the spaghetti. Uh, the whole new timeline is there because... She did get the <laughs> she did get the yeah, she did get tomatoes the spaghetti. spaghetti. The first meal that he has when he visits his mom when and he comes spaghetti, back is spaghetti. Yeah. And of course Bruce is making spaghetti. spaghetti and uses spaghetti to describe the whole thing, uh, the whole timeline stuff. Yeah, man. And yeah. then uh, made by a man whose last name is sound, almost sounds like spaghetti. <laughs> Muschietti. Muschietti. Andy Spaghetti. <laughs> um but yeah, so you get this you know, uh, you get the Barry's exploring the Batcave. Mm-hmm. You know, main Barry knows exactly what he's looking for here. Yeah. He's looking for the Batcomputer because, of course, you know, Bruce would have a backdoor to NASA and all these <laughs> right. other government he's things. Looking, so, yeah, so Flash is looking for Clark. He's looking for where Superman... We need Superman because Zod is here, so we need Superman to find him, to fight him. And uh, younger Barry is just, you know, zipping and zapping all over the Batcave. He pulls off the sheets to, like, the, the Batmobile, which yeah. is every fanboy's dream just to kind of, like, hang out in there and take a nap <laughs> and all that like he does. Yeah. Uh, he, one of the cool Easter eggs here, which is just so 
I, I guess I wasn't seeing it coming, and I never thought about this would be right. a thing. Is is a bit of a trophy that Bruce uh, still has yeah. from the Batman nineteen eighty nine movie. Yeah, he uh, uh, young Barry finds a little a little sack with a little laughing box inside of it, <laughs> which you might know from the very end of Batman eighty nine, where Joker had a little little, little uh, bag with a laughing box inside of it. Yeah, the last laugh after he That's died. The last laugh. Yeah. Um, so that was a little cool nod there. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, while Main Barry is doing his homework trying to find mm-hmm. any sort of anomalies yeah. in, you know, things that would have crashed in Kansas or who mm-hmm. knows where, he knows he's being watched by the main, by Bruce. Yeah. Because of the course. The main man. By the main man, Bruce. And you got this, uh, you know, you got him talking to the camera, not really knowing if Bruce is actually watching him, but he's yeah. just taking a wild guess because Batman's always Batman. Yeah. And, uh... You got this cool shot of Bruce hanging on his, you know, uh, study. Yeah. Again, well, another set from yeah from eighty nine Batman, where uh, it's, the, it's his library, the place where after in 80, in Batman eighty nine, he gets shot. He sees he's he's Jack, <laughs> and uh, he comes back into the uh, office, and Alfred has his like glass of water ready for him, and he grabs a suit and all that stuff. But um, so again, it's cool to see that library, but just from a different angle, you know, you get to see a thing. And then you also get to see that he's got a little secret, secret, uh, uh, wardrobe in there. <laughs> yeah. After, uh, Barry says some really thoughtful things that, uh, really, I guess affects, you know, that really affects the d- choice that Bruce would make. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and just, I guess it's time to suit up. Yeah. He, uh, Barry mentions like there's certain inevitable things in each timeline. Like my Bruce had an Alfred. It looks like you have an Alfred. He sees like a pen or something that was maybe given to Bruce. Yeah, which was Alfred. like inscribed with uh, something from Alfred. Yeah. And so that gets Batman thinking, that gets Bruce thinking like, oh, yeah, Alfred, he was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it gets him thinking about, uh, I guess, old times, I guess. And yeah. now maybe he does want to go on a, a little adventure. One thing that we uh, forgot to mention, too, is uh, when... When uh, it comes out that he's Batman and young Barry's like, what, you're Batman? Yeah. And he's just like, nope, not anymore. You know, mm-hmm. they don't really need me anymore. Right, yeah. You know, Gotham's actually one of the safest cities in the world. Yeah. Which is such an, kind of like a really cool, happy ending because he achieved God, yeah. he achieved what he set out to do. It's, it seems like it would be a happy ending. However, Batman, or Bruce, I should say, kind of has got it too good because now he he's kind of made himself obsolete and he doesn't know what to do with himself now. Yeah, that is the sad aspect to it, which, I mean, I feel like that's always going to be an inevitability for the Batman character is once yeah. he's no longer needed, what do you do with your life? How yeah. do you move on? And yeah. this Batman clearly did not move on. Right. He's alone. And, and that's kind of one of the things that the Ben Affleck's Bruce kind of talks about too. Where yeah, he, he says, mentions I'm also alone. You yeah, know? take it from take it from an old man. Yeah. You know, like these scars, you know, make us who we are. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be like me because you'll just end up alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again the, all these kind of like insights and stuff into Batman that we haven't necessarily seen from these two particular Batman. You know, they they don't talk too much about about that kind of stuff they really don't you don't really especially the 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 michael keaton batman you don't get a ton of insight as to what's going on in his mind i feel like yeah the main out of all the live action batman that we've seen in our lives i think the christian bale batman has probably been the most open about 
what's yeah. going on in his head, what yeah. he wants, and his his movies looking for his, like, his movies show us more of what his internal life is like, you know. And even he's looking at what his life would look like after Batman yeah. when when he's looking at Rachel and he's like, hey, you know, he's looking towards somebody like Rachel and he's like, yeah. look, I want to build my life with you. Mm-hmm. I need to get this done first, and then I will. You know, I want to be with Rachel. Yeah. Like he has at least you know up until things blew up in his face. <laughs> uh, you know, he had plans. He wanted to live yeah. a normal life. Yeah. Um, but he, of course, you know, we all know that in a sense, there was that little lull period in that movie where he wasn't, yeah. or in that franchise, I should say. But even at the end of it, he still had somebody that he was able to have a happy ending with, with Selena Kyle. Yeah. Um, not the same for our Michael Keaton yeah, here. Not for this day. No. Uh, Vicky's nowhere to be found, and neither is Selena. It's because Vicky's <laughs> waiting. No, that's right. She's still I keep Vicky waiting. Um, but you know, uh, Barry's little pep talk was enough to kind of change his mind and he helped him locate exactly what he was looking for over in Siberia, gave himself a nice fresh cut, put yeah. on some new, some new gear. Greatest, uh, world's greatest detective here, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, of course he gets involved and they're able to get things figured out. They've got the bat plane. They can travel all the way over there. I mean, yeah. they, it's cool. It, it, the, the, the introduction of him as Batman yeah, it's it, such a cool. It is, it is pretty cool. It's like they're they're in the cave. Uh, Barry's like you know waking up from whatever from too too much uh, studying, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> looking too much too much, too much detecting, and uh, sees that there's that cup of coffee, and uh, there's like a dossier there already, and uh, so Bruce has done all the work, and uh, cool shot from behind the bat cowl. See the ears, the pointy, the the Burton. Keaton mask, you just you know, know, cowl. You, you know who it belongs to. You know who it is. Yeah, the, the silhouette is uh, unmistakable, and uh, this is where the theater popped a bit for for you know. We, there's a smattering of applause, and again, you know, for the the marketing, you know, on a on a uh, uh, just a, a thought about about how the marketing you know went for this. They have this line in the trailers where he. They, the reveal is in the trailers of of Keaton coming out as Batman and saying, "Yeah, I'm Batman." Uh, <laughs> it still hits. <laughs> it's 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 still cool. But man, if if I had never watched a, a trailer like this is where I'm like, man, should I be watching all these trailers? I love watching trailers. I love getting hyped for movies. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, am I doing myself a disservice with this? <laughs> because that would have been cool to not know what he was gonna say when that moment happens you know you know in situations like that i will agree with anybody like yeah that's where the trailers kind of fail your mm. where you fail yourself and like you know you're already sold on you're gonna see this movie yeah, right you yeah. already know that yeah. i i don't know it, it is what it is though i mean i still felt very much in the yeah. moment of like wow i'm seeing this in a theater yeah I'm i seeing I, this i know? too also felt that that excitement of like oh dude this this is a moment right here man this is cool seeing him back you know like you can't take away like the uh, the goosebumpsy feel of like him showing up in this movie and mm-hmm. just I mean, every time you see Keaton do his thing, it's like yeah. wow, like yeah. I'm seeing this again, like mm-hmm. one more time. This is great. Like, yeah, this is something I didn't think I would ever get the opportunity to to bear witness. Yeah, and it's a good time. Um, but him suiting up once more, all the uh, fun gadgets and little yeah. things that you get to kind of bear witness in this movie, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, with with Keaton in that in that. You know, sort of uh, his introduction mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, you get them going to Siberia though, and taking care of some business. They're looking to break out Superman or whoever is there. Yeah, uh, great stuff once again on the way there with uh, Keaton yeah. as Batman. The, yeah, man, I love the parachute part where he's like, "You got your parachutes <laughs> are strapped to you," and they're like, "What about yours?" 
He just gives a little, just a little hint of a smile. Oh, it's just like, man, you know I ain't got no parachute. I'm fucking like, Batman. You know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to go down there and glide my bat wings. I'm going to go do some Batman stuff. Why do you think I got this motherfucking cape? Uh, I love it as soon as they get down there, though, and they get up, and uh, or they need to get over the hunch. <laughs> you got younger Barry who's got his you know, super speed. He can just go run up the wall and do the yeah. thing. And then poor little powerless Barry is like, trying to climb on Keaton's <laughs> Batman. He's trying to put his leg up, and Keaton's just like... Looking at him with like such a dead look, and then he just grabs him, yeah. and goes up like yeah, yeah. Um, and then as soon as they get up there, he disappears into the night. They yeah. don't know where he went. He's just doing his thing. He's doing his thing. They're doing. They they find their way down, and of yeah. course they get the attention of the the fucking Siberian scientists and yeah. guards and whatever, and chaos ensues. But yeah. who's there to save the day? Batman. Batman. And this is without a doubt. The coolest fight sequence that you're gonna see with Keaton as Batman. Yeah, that yeah, you man. don't see in like the first two movies that he does. Yeah, this they, you know, this is where like some use of the CGI and stuff, I think works, where he glides down and he's basically like you know, circling down into the silo and kind of uh, you know uh, avoiding all the all the gunfire, lands, starts taking dudes out. The suit itself allows him to move better you know he still has you know like the the neck can't really you know turn um but that's like part of his charm you know like that's i feel like that's one of the um aesthetically that's how you know it's it's keaton batman is that you know he can't can't turn his head thick neck man thick neck boy uh and he uh takes everybody he has that cool little line before he does everything where he's like this is gonna hurt (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know i i had always thought he's like talking to them like this is going to hurt you guys. I'd read a review too where somebody thought that he's like saying that to himself, like that he's going to be. I initially sore. thought that. Yeah. I initially thought he's telling himself this is going to hurt. Like, yeah, because okay. he's like, yeah. you know, he's, he's older. He hasn't yeah. been doing this a while and he's yeah. about to get in the thick of it here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just great modern action sequences that you can yeah. do now that they are now, you know, whether it be CGI. Yeah. Stunt doubles yeah. times three, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's just cool. It's cool to see this version of yeah. Batman fight that way, and to be so capable. You know, it's like taking that that idea that Batman is the greatest fighter in the world and the greatest detective <laughs> and all that stuff, and putting it onto onto this Michael Keaton Batman they that we know. Really stuffed it in there yeah. in, a, in a really. I, I think they really wanted to just lay it in there. They wanted to yeah. just compress that and to make that um, as wholehearted as you can to make yeah. his Batman a very much like, you know, as competent as any other Batman that you've seen since his. Yeah. Not yeah. to say that he wasn't. I mean, we got a million and one great things to say about his version of Batman. Right, yeah. But there's definitely, I think, of yeah. the time of filmmaking, there's things that are missing that they can do now and 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 accelerate. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, for Keaton being, you know, 70-something years old, like, it is cool that, you know, they can use these modern uh, movie-making tools, CGI and stuff, to help kind of augment his performance. And uh, obviously, you know, there's a stunt guy in the suit doing all the actual, like, fighting stuff. Um, but it works. You know, they can, they can you know, integrate it seamlessly with his, his own performance stuff, you know. Um, takes a lot of bullets to the back in this one. <laughs> he does, but... <laughs> His suits, his his bat He's suits have always suit, been, man. I mean, well, his bat suits have always been bulletproof. That's true. Yeah, in the beginning, Bob the Goon, uh, you know, they shoot him and check his wallet, no blood, and all that shit. He ain't bleeding. He's de- he's definitely a man. <laughs> he's definitely human, or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they 
get a great showcase of that uh, of him whooping ass and and mm-hmm. doing what he does best. Uh, they go on to find the silo in which was containing what they were looking for. Yeah, the, the, Not exactly what they were looking for. Yeah, they didn't find Kal El, but they did find Kara Zor El. Kara Zor El. That's right, Superman's cousin just being kept uh, in the Siberian prison for so many years yeah. out of sunlight. I kind of like the, the reveal of it because, like, um, you know, she looks like, if you don't see her face or anything like that, it looks like it could just be a very skinny Superman, you know? You, yeah. you can't oh, yeah. tell if it's a, a, a man or a woman in there. And um, yeah, Deprived of that Sunny D. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, it's very much, you know, part of the comics. If, if, if you didn't know that Supergirl was going to be in here, you would have thought... If you knew the comics, the Flashpoint comics, you would think, oh, okay, yeah, this is, you know, that's Clark. It's and he's Project all, Superman. Yeah, exactly. But then the reveal is, oh, this isn't a man. This is a woman. This isn't who we're looking for. Um, but and they here, want to save her anyways. And th- here, here's the thing where, like, Barry, the prime Barry, um, shows his his heroism, you know, and just, like, we have to save her. Like, even Batman was just like, let's get out of here. This isn't the person that we're, you know, he's got his eye on the prize in terms of just, like, he did his we're part. For, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'll help you find the Superman. Exactly, and after yeah. that, you're on your own. Yeah. And he did his part. He, he did his part. Um, but here's where, where Barry shows his compassion and, and what makes him a hero. Um, picks up Supergirl and is like, we got to say, we got to help her because look at her. She, <laughs> this is, this is awful, you know? Yeah. Whatever they're doing, this isn't right. Yeah. Um, and you get a couple of more callbacks with Batman in this one from like the first movie where they're making their escape, they're getting past all the guards, they're yeah. getting to this like um like a like an elevator kind like of thing. Like an elevator yeah. thing. Batman's setting like some charges underneath it and he's he he has a measuring tape attached <laughs> to his to his uh, gauntlet. Yeah. He gets the measuring tape out and he asks, How much do you weigh? <laughs> and, and and Prime Barry does the math and he's like, Yeah, yeah you know, she's about this much, I'm yeah. about this much, he's that much. And he just totals it for Batman. It's like, okay. And then does the whole hold on, and then they just <laughs> yeah. go like he did, literally just pretty much like a reenactment in a sense of yeah. the Vicky Vale escape scene yeah. uh, from the uh, Joker Art Museum yeah. the situation there. Trinity Batman can make these calculations just on the fly, man. Just just money. What dude. do I got to do? Yeah, sets the charge off. It shoots the uh, the elevator up, and, and it'll come uh, flying out come up top, flying out, yeah, right into daylight. It was pretty sweet. And uh, I was waiting for him to say like. You know, one of you was like, I, I thought you were going to like overshoot it or something like that. And I thought he was going to be like, one of you is lighter than you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if only, <laughs> if only the calculations were off on that. Um, and then, yeah, you get the Siberian guards catch up to him and they're outnumbered. They're outgunned and outnumbered. Mm-hmm. And you got outclassed, outquaffed, <laughs> generally outdone in every way. <laughs> Check out our recent episodes of <laughs> Batman Forever Review, kids. That's episode 16, part one and part two. <laughs> Batman Forever? Forever, ever? Forever, ever? Yeah. Yeah, check it out, kids. Um, yeah, so they're outgunned, they're outmanned, mm-hmm. and Barry's like, Batman, what do we do? I like that line. I like that he calls him Batman. You know, yeah, he, he's not he's uh, not breaking kayfabe yeah. here. He's sticking with it. <laughs> yeah. And, Batman, what do we do? And, and, and you got this... I, I, it's the money shot that's used in a trailer and it still mm-hmm. hits pretty well. Yeah. Batman's just like trying not to die and he, he has his hands up, mm-hmm. has them open, he slowly closes it, makes it, balls into a fist, yeah. asserts himself. <laughs> He's going to reach way back. Reach way back, assert himself. <laughs> nah. He balls up his fist, lowers it, yeah. and up in the air you see a powered up Supergirl finally soaking in the sun and yeah. the rays and she's taking out 
years, I assume. Oh, of, years of aggression. <laughs> years <Yeah>. of <laughs> pent-up aggression on yeah. these uh, these uh, assholes. Yeah. And um, great, cool sequences with her just doing her thing. Yeah. And you've got... Kind of a cool one-shot, you know, like a... Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't, you know, break its... Yeah, it, it, it slows everybody else down, but she's doing her thing. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like... Taking taking you know everybody out. She's yeah. Even even like uh, uh, Prime Barry, you know, she kind of like knocks him out of the way yeah. as she's like hitting somebody else because she's just like fuck all these guys. Yeah, and, <laughs> and there's, there's like a, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say there's the one shot where like the one of the Siberian dudes was like letting off a, a gunshot at Batman's face, and she manages to yeah knock the bullet out and punch the dude's yeah. gun into his face. Yeah, and I, like and with that, I feel like she's not necessarily saving Batman. I think she's just like that's my next dude that I'm going to kill. <laughs> right. <laughs> like she She's going and, all in. And she just happened to, you know, knock the bullet out of the way. Because obviously, you know, Batman's going to hit that one. I wonder yeah. if Batman was like, hey, man, that was mine. Yeah. <laughs> was and, and, and meanwhile, uh, younger Barry, who has the flash powers, who has mm-hmm. the super speed, is out of commission because he had taken a bullet to the shin yeah. from an unsuspecting doctor who no-sold Batman's uh, intimidation tactics. <laughs> Must be the most brave doctor I've ever seen. Dude, scientist. Batman, like, did the fake step up. Like, yeah. what? What? Do something. Do Get something. out of my way. Come on, did it twice. run away. <laughs> he did it twice and it didn't work. It was kind of, in a sense, like, I can see it being, like, uh, mistaken for, like, a, I can see people, like, trying to think, like, oh, they're trying to make Batman a pussy. Now he can't even scare, like, a Siberian scientist. Dude, yeah. that dude has been, like, living in the same silo <laughs> with this Kryptonian alien. Yeah, he might not even know who Batman is. You know? Right. He probably hasn't, he has probably been stuck in there for 30-something yeah. years. Um, but Barry had gotten like a shot in his leg and young Barry is not used to getting shot. So he yeah. was kind of out of commission during this fight. But once it's all said and done, Supergirl take, takes out all the guards and, uh, time for them to get back, mm-hmm. you know, to Gotham, um, get back to Gotham, get back to Wayne Manor. You're, you've got this really cool, like, you know, sort of traveling shot through the room with yeah. the bat suit kind of removed from Bruce. Yeah. And you see blood, blood on, the, on the ground. Now. Yeah. And you got Batman shirtless, just stitching his arm up and, mm-hmm. It's just this really this moment that you see him in the mirror looking at himself doing mm-hmm. this, yeah. And he just cry. He's 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 smiling. Yeah, he, he gives like just the the faintest little smile, but it looks huge on Batman because you don't really ever see Batman smile. So yeah, yeah. But he just gives that like I'm back, man. This I'm is back, fun. Like, I forgot I forgot how much fun this shit is. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like or just how capable he is and how useful he is and how when he's determined, yeah, he gets shit done. Yeah. Um. And on top of that, he's seeing these things that he probably has never seen before in his life, a speedster and and, yeah. a, and this supergirl. Like, yeah, things have been kind of kicked up a notch here. <laughs> yeah, like this is so out of my realm of expertise. But <laughs> right. um, This isn't, uh, you know, a clown or a, a weird mutant uh, <laughs> penguin or anything like that. Or a jilted uh, secretary and uh, or even some, uh, you know. Cor- uh, corrupt businessman. Yeah, corrupt businessman. <laughs> <laughs> like the, this is like some out there shit that he never thought he would deal with, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so. it's a supernet or, you know, extraordinary uh, stuff here, you know, superhuman shit. Yeah. Um, and he's holding his own. Yeah. You know? So once he gets all cleaned up and he's able to meet up with, like, you know, Mainberry, and uh, Mainberry's already got, like, everything kind of written out how to reenact his, uh, how he got his powers. Yeah. So he can try and replicate that again. Yeah. And you, you, this is the part where you, I think you get a greater insight to this, Bruce, of like yeah. what's in his mind, what's been in his mind all mm-hmm. of his life in crime fighting, you yeah. know, wh- why he's done what he's done. Stuff that you may have been hinted at in some of the performances, you know, in Batman and Batman Returns. But here he kind of puts words to it and, and you see him, uh, you know, what his past really means to him, you know? Yeah. 
And, you know, he he talks about, like, you know, I think he asked Barry, like, you know, like, okay, so if you get your powers back, you mm-hmm. know, why would you... Why do you want to save this universe? You can yeah. go anywhere, anytime. Why this? Why this one? And, and Barry's pretty blunt, like, you know, this is the one where my mom lives. Yeah. And... It's a, a good line for, for the movie because it's, like, just shows you the emotional stakes here and why Barry's doing what he's doing here, you know? Yeah, and... Obviously, that touches this Bruce Wayne. It relates to him. Yeah. And he, he lost his parents. Yeah. And he talks about how, like, I thought putting on a mask and fighting crime would bring my parents back. Mm-hmm. And you actually did. Yeah. And this, this, it's cool because it's like, you see him actually, like, very impressed with, with Barry, where, um, like you just said, he, he, he talks about thinking that doing this is going to bring his parents back, you know? Um, but, it's like, oh man, like you can actually like do this. Like you actually like had the will and the power to to do this. Like that, that's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, well, not necessarily praising him, but in a way, just like but look, being like you did. If it. I had those powers, I would probably have done this, you know. Too. Yeah, I, he's yeah, he's he's not maybe not as healed as what our Ben Affleck <laughs> Batman is, but you know he can recognize why Barry's doing what he's doing. Yeah, he can he can understand. Um, but he decides he's going to help him, mm-hmm. and because he 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 recognizes too, like the the orphan, you know, he's not necessarily or his dad is still alive, but <laughs> Barry's dad is still alive. But he recognizes that pain of losing a parent, and he's like, you know, I'm going to keep helping you. Yeah, so he decides to help him, and you get a little bit of a flashpoint situation here where you got to in the Batcave, you got to electrocute Barry Allen, <laughs> try and get his flash powers back. Batman's got his. Sweet bat kite. <laughs> He's got a bat kite, dude. That's crazy. Bat branded bat kite. A bat branded kite just hanging out there, like Ben Franklin and uh, <laughs> Bat Franklin. Bat Franklin over here, and you get uh, the sequence in which Barry is, you know, he's getting ready. He's getting strapped in by the other Barry. Mm-hmm. And Bruce has got the mechanic outfit on, which I think is yeah. very similar to like what he what he had on in like Batman Returns when he was working on the yeah. Batmobile after it got yeah. tampered with and all that other stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, just once again showcasing that you know he he's not afraid to get his hands dirty and to yeah. do things like that. Um, they do the whole sequence of getting him electrocuted, and of yeah. course you know before even doing that, you know uh, younger Barry's just like this is crazy, right? And, and Mm-hmm. Prime Barry's just trying to reassure him, like, no, everything will be fine, everything will be okay. Yeah. And then you got Bruce and Barry's like, for the record, I think this is insane. <laughs> but when he punches oh, there's that a, switch, there's a great, yeah, that's an awesome like performance from Keaton where he's just like, Ugh! he just gives that like little grimace. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this motherfucker. Yeah, um, it's almost like he's kind of into it, but yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be fucking hard, man. <laughs> this is the shit that gets me hard. <laughs> but he does it, shocks him up. Doesn't work the first time, it appears, but then yeah. Supergirl re- reappears because she, uh, you know, kind of took a break, yeah. stepped, you know, flew away for a bit. Um, for for a moment, just to to speak on uh, Sash Kelly's uh, uh, performance as Supergirl, there's a great thing that got got me both times that I we watched this movie when she's trying to figure out like what happened, where's Clark. You know, she talks about her um, past where she was sent to protect Clark because Clark is just a baby and she was sent, but their pods got off course in, in some way. And now she's here, but, you know, she's looking for Clark. And uh, she keeps calling him Cal Alex. That's how she knows him. And uh, the berries are calling him Clark. And she says, you know, who's who's Clark? And uh, they say, oh, that's that's Cal Al's uh, human name. And she does this thing where she goes, Clark. And like smiles and like thinks about him, and like in that little performance, like both times I, 
not necessarily choked up, but I did feel that emotion well up in me where it's like, oh, there's this, you see that love that she has for her cousin and, uh, you know, her, she's thinking of her mission, you know, what, what she's here to do. And, you know, just thinking, I can just see it in, in her mind. She's thinking of that baby that she just saw, you know, like for her, Clark was probably just born. Like, you know, it was probably, a, you know, maybe a month old or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And she's seeing a cute little baby in her mind and somebody that needs protecting and someone that she has a lot of love for. And she just did a, such a, a great job just kind of conveying that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, she's no slouch in this one. She's yeah. no slouch in this movie. She does, you know, for... I feel like, like I said, we didn't get a lot of her. We got enough for now, mm-hmm. but it left me wanting more, which I think is really telling to Sasha Callie's performance yeah. and, you know, just in general what I think she could do as Supergirl should she be given another opportunity in the new prime DC universe. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, but definitely she comes back, helps Barry get shocked one more time to get yeah. his powers back. She flew off because she was like, uh, I don't know if I want to help you guys because... Yeah, humans suck. Yeah, humans humans, suck. humans, <laughs> humans, humans held me captive in a cage yeah. for the last God knows how many years. I'm, I'm Kryptonian, so fuck all this. You know, right. Fuck all y'all, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but then she, of course, witnesses Zod do some heinous shit because yeah. Zod's a heinous dude, <laughs> uh, which changes her mind, naturally. But she's back and she's willing to help them out. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, Bruce is asking, like, what was the name of the little group that we had, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Justice League? Yeah. And they're like, you know, well, we don't have, uh, you know, we've got a Flash, we got Mm -hmm. a Speedster, we've got a Supergirl. Yeah, we've got a Kryptonian. We've got a Kryptonian. Uh, We don't have, uh, you know, a a goddess. (laughs) We don't have uh, a Super Mermaid. (laughs) And uh, we don't have a friendly Terminator. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But we could use a Batman. And you hey. get the money line. I'll let you say it, man. <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> ah! uh, Is this something he says all the time, you think? You think he said it that one time and he was like, you know, that was a fucking cool line. I'm just going to use that all the time. <laughs> Probably. Maybe it's like when it, when it warrants it, maybe. Yeah. When it warrants it, the, or, the moment. Or or maybe, you know, like as a kid, maybe he said that as a kid, like getting into fights and at like, you know, <laughs> preparatory like, school, like an all boys school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just stuck with him. Yeah. I mean, very likely, man. Very likely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he he gets, and they want to get nuts. So, yeah. Uh, That's what this Batman does. He gets nuts. So, they uh, go on to, you know, to the, you know, to this ongoing battle between uh, humans and the Kryptonian army going on. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty one sided fight so far. Yeah. Uh, Kryptonians have the edge. Both flashes show up. You know, the uh, younger Barry was able to make himself a new suit. Yeah. Since Prime Barry's got his powers back, he's got his main suit back, which he's got the the suit ring. Yeah, which is a cool flash ring. Which flash I Flash ring, like yeah. That. Pretty cool they got that. So young Barry makes his own flash suit out of scraps of a, an old Batman suit that yeah. looks like the Batman Returns suit. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he paints it. He spray paints it red, puts a couple lightning bolts around it. Cuts the ears off. Cuts the ears off. Um Makes you know makes a pretty all right suit if you you know you need to make a flash suit in a pinch and you're in the back cave <laughs> exactly <laughs> use what you got around exactly you, you know? he he may do he may do with what he had <laughs> and uh, they go out they're doing their thing not the best mm-hmm. um, there is a, uh, a, a, a one of the jokes that I, I really liked was Barry both Barrys are in their like drop uh, you know seats or whatever they're about to drop out of the um, the uh, the Batwing and. Uh, Young Barry's in the the Batman Flash suit, 
And he goes, he turns to look at the other bear, but because it's the Batman suit, you can't turn the head. He tries to turn his head and the mask just gets all like fucked up on him. <laughs> it's great. That's a great callback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they get dropped into the zone there. They're trying to figure out their battle plans. Uh, berries don't do a, a ton of damage. They do enough, though. They get by, but not a lot. Yeah. Um, I would almost give credit to Batman doing a little bit more damage. Yeah, he, he definitely knows how to use his, his bat wing and, and take out what he needs to take out. Dude, he, that bat wing is dope. He's yeah. So it kind of like this thing where I think no matter what angle he's flying in, yeah. he's, his whole pod is able to shift. Yeah, his his cockpit like stays the same, but the the bat wing kind of flies like spins around it. So like if he needs to go sideways, the the bat wing will go sideways, but he stays you know oriented the same way that he is. Yeah, that way he's not losing you yeah. know uh, his equilibrium yeah. uh, or focus on how he's supposed to you know which movement he's supposed to be making yeah. and going. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, and it also helped too, like because he has those like grappling hooks, so like it it switches so that he can shoot his grappling hooks out to the side, hook a couple Kryptonian ships, and then boom. Yeah, I thought that was like I thought mountain it, that, thing with that move alone. I thought he did more damage. <laughs> Uh, you get some you get some interactions with uh, Supergirl and Zod, where it's discovered yeah. that uh, the uh, Kryptonian Codex mm-hmm. is like not unlike in Man of Steel, where the Codex is in Kal El. Mm-hmm. It's this one's in Kara. Yeah, and they had intercepted the pod that you know Kal El was on, mm-hmm. and the infant did not make it through the experiments. But that's pretty fucking grim. Yeah, that that uh was one of the things where like I feel like. Uh, Michael Shannon showed you a little bit of, of what he brought to Man of Steel, where he he's able to kind of convey like, I'm not happy that I have to do this stuff, but my purpose is to you know save my people, and I'm gonna do what I have to do to save my people. And if that means I have to sacrifice one baby to save everybody, then I'll do that. But he you know the way he says it like the infant like he doesn't want to say he doesn't want to say the name because he's probably ashamed that he had to kill it and so he's trying to make it less you know it's not it wasn't a person it wasn't anything it was the infant and yeah. um and he kind of like kind of half lowers his eyes a little bit you know like the the lids of his eyes to just kind of like again i think he's like kind of trying to just tell himself like you did you did what you had to do and just look the infant did not survive yeah matter really, of fact that's it you know? yeah really just carrying over that uh that very one track mind yeah. that Zod has in Man of Steel, where he is able to focus on the mission. Mm-hmm. He is all about saving the Kryptonians. He's, yeah. he's all about bringing Krypton back in some form or another. Yeah. And he'll do it by any means necessary. Yeah. Which in this situation just kind of showcases his resolve yeah. in the most sadistic and heartless way possible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally. That's that's definitely probably I would say yeah, that that's definitely probably the best scene that mm-hmm. Michael Shannon was able to deliver. Yeah, yeah, because the, the, the rest of it, he's just basically fighting, or you know, um, not really giving you too much insight into who he is. But no. um, he's again, he's he's just there to be a um, an antagonist for the Flash and for Supergirl and for Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that sets uh, Kara off when she finds out that you know he's dead, that Kal-El is dead. Sets her off. She goes apeshit on Zod. So she tries. She tries to. But she does have she a does, She did a good job. She though, did a I good think, job, yeah. but she, you know, in in, uh, in trying to end the uh, world engine stuff, uh, she lost focus, got stabbed, mm. and then 
loses yeah. and gets the codex removed and yeah. she's dead. I was surprised about that. I, I was not that expecting was that stuff. Very to bluntly. Yeah. And then um, all the while, our boy, our man's, yeah. Keaton, his bat wing gets damaged and he can't eject. Yeah. And he decides that he's just going to go ahead and do a hero sacrifice and yeah. ram his plane into a Kryptonian ship that yeah. I guess did nothing too. What, what, what does he say? Uh, I'm, I'm going down. Yeah. But I'm not going alone. Yeah. And he yeah, flies the Batwing and into... He turns the off the comms because yeah. Barry is trying to like talk him out of it. Yeah. And he just goes. He just does it. Yeah. So and there then, we have our heroes dead. Yeah. Both Supergirl it. and Batman gone. Yeah. And it's just down to the flashes. And young and young Barry is like, we What's a flash to do? Go back in time. <laughs> Go back in time. <laughs> Young Barry, Fuck you know, with the timeline, Young Barry's like, hey, we can we can bring him back. Let's just go back and fix this. And Prime Barry's just like, no, you're not fast enough. And mm-hmm. he's like, what did, what did he say? He's like, you sure about that? Yeah, you yeah. sure about that? Yeah, you sure about that? <laughs> you sure that's not why? And he does. He goes back, and mm-hmm. Prime Barry catches up to him, and they both manage to go back. You know, several minutes. Yeah. Uh, Prime Barry was able to warn Batman not to go after the big ship because there was a shield. He's like, yeah. Roger that. Roger yeah. that. Goes around it. Um, I bet that big guy doesn't have a shield. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, the big guy doesn't have a shield. He's like, yeah, <laughs> sure, go after him, <laughs> yeah. which that was also poor advice. <laughs> uh, and uh, Supergirl is helped out by younger Barry. He's able to do a little bit of like, you know, yeah. some, does some a maneuvering. Classic, that's a classic Flash move. Run around the bad guy really fast <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> yeah. While Supergirl goes in, lands in some shots. Yeah. Um, and you get this really cool moment with Zod where he just like breathes. Yeah. Closes his eyes, breathes, and yeah. soaks in the... He's Because now he's becoming more powerful with the, the sun and everything. So, yeah. Uh, kind of focuses himself, yeah. Yeah. And he's able to take out Barry and, and Supergirl and he mm-hmm. kills Supergirl again. Yeah. And this time, it's kind of for good. Yeah. Um. Keaton, they're Bat- starting to realize. I think uh, older Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is until until yeah. I'll let you go. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Here. That's okay. He's discovering that this is the inevitable. Yeah, intersection. They, yeah, the yeah. inevitable intersection where like what's going to happen is going to happen regardless. Yeah, because Keaton is trying to take out the the big Kryptonian, the giant Kryptonian, and nothing's working. Nothing's working. He, it, it is a pretty cool fight scene though, where he's. He's like jumping all around the dude. He's putting like, explosives like, like on the, him, like and, the monkey on his back. Basically, yeah. he's just like putting all these explosives, and it's blowing up on him, yeah. trying to do whatever damage he possibly can. Yeah, but the big dude just whips him down to the ground pretty yeah. hard. But there's one last bomb on the back of his head that Bruce set there out. and yeah. knocks him out. So Batman seemingly may have succeeded in killing this dude. Yeah, um, but he gets up and he just immediately falls to his knees. Mm-hmm. He's just he's done. Yeah. And you get Primeberry, you know, racing back to him. And he's trying to remove his, you know, mask, trying to do something to, like, save him. But he's just yeah. like, no, don't. Just don't. Yeah. And uh, Barry's like, but, you know, like, we can't bring you back this time, can we? Uh, I think he says, uh, we, we, uh, we, we can bring you back. Yeah, or does it say we can't bring you back? I think he's like coming to the realization and he's just like, we can't bring you back this time, can we? Yeah. And yeah, right. because this kind of harkens back to like when they had their first conversation about the multiverse and the uh, inevitable intersection. Yeah. And this is it. Like, you can't win this one. Yeah. Like, this is how fucked the, you know, the timeline is right now. Yeah. You know, this is it. And, you know, he's like, you know, Barry's just like, we can't bring you back. And he's like, Yuri, you did. You yeah. did bring me back. That's, it, I, I like that line. Yeah, yeah. Keaton just says, "Hey, you already did. You already brought me back," which yeah. is great, man. Because he did. 
this Flash movie brought him back. <laughs> and then, you know, he, he went out, you know, and, and um, I'm not sure if you can say an honorable death, but it was a good death. I think I think it was, yeah. I, and, um, you know, when he when he tells Barry to, not to fuck with his mask, <laughs> quit fucking with it. <laughs> quit fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, you know, I, t- to me, I, I read that as like, I want to die with this mask on, you know, like this is a point of pride for me. Like I love being Batman and if I'm going to die, I'm going to die as Batman. So, so here they are, the inevitable, uh, intersection. They cannot stop what's happening. This world is fucked. Zod's going to win. Earth is doomed. That's Mm -hmm. it. And younger Barry cannot accept that. He wants to keep going back, back and he's doing it over and over again while prime Barry is just like this. He knows what's going on. Yeah. So this is where you kind of discover as well that the Dark Flash, re- you know, the Dark Speedster flash, you know, I say Dark Flash, I already spoiled that, whatever. <laughs> this Dark Speedster comes in, but you discover that it's uh, it's Barry, yeah. but not like our prime Barry. It's younger Barry because he has been doing it for so long. As he yeah. says, time is inconsequential. Yeah. That he's been doing it for so long. He is aged. Mm-hmm. His suit has acquired more... Kryptonian trap, no. Yeah, because like initially, younger Barry started getting like you know stabbed here and there with mm-hmm. like Kryptonian metals, and it just stuck to him, and he yeah. just started adding to it. Yeah, and he has been so disheveled, he is so different now, mm-hmm. and it's like now you get this realization that okay, this is the uh, what you call it the like this loop, this uh, yeah uh, paradox, the, 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 the paradox, the, yeah, this yeah. loop paradox or whatever they called it, and it's basically destroying the multiverse because the way that i'm interpreting is you've got not only did not only do you have like our main barry go back in time and change something Mm -hmm. but now you've got a different barry also changing things in that timeline so it's creating this like paradox yeah and he creates himself in a sense through knocking barry out of that initially out of that that sphere yeah he he tells barry that he's the one that knocked him out of the sphere so that he could give himself the powers so that he could try to save <laughs> Batman and Supergirl uh, over and over again. Yeah. Um, and again, this is where, you know, your mind is just going to be fried if you try to think about <laughs> But how did the paradox start? Yeah. You know, like, that's the thing. Like, how yeah. did it all go? And so, you know, in another hero sacrifice, young Barry uh, saves Prime Barry from himself. <laughs> from, yeah. Here's, from, here's another paradox. Like, how... Yep. If he, if he kills himself... So, like, you know, the, the older... The, the Dark Flash goes to kill Prime Barry, but then Young Barry gets in front of him, gets stabbed, and then because that Young Barry dies, the Dark Flash gets, you know, disintegrated away. But how did, how did, how did the older Barry keep going back in time so many times? Or not the older Barry, how did the Dark Flash keep going back in time so many times without killing young Barry first it's yeah yeah let's not let's not let's not do that to ourselves we've already we've already uh gone over time more than we needed to (laughs) trying to think about that we're gonna gonna get stuck in our own time loop yeah exactly uh so essentially that's the end of Barry's problems he decides you know prime Barry (laughs) that that was easy (laughs) yeah prime Barry you know you know basically gets saved out of all that during the sequence though this is where you get an yeah, overload. Here's a big cameo, cameo fest. Cameo overload left and right. I mean, let me. I mean, I'm scrolling around here because I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking. Yeah, let me just. I think what I'll do here is I will just simply run through <laughs> all the 
all that you got to see here yeah. um, in this so multiverse. They yeah. call them uh, chrono bowls is how uh, they're um, uh, visualized here in, 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 the, in the movie. Basically, like, uh, Barry's in, like, a bubble of speed force, and outside of that bubble, he can see his timeline, and it's 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 visualized as, like, kind of a big stadium almost, like, almost like a bubble, right. you know? And so now he starts seeing the multiverse. He starts seeing, like, his his universe is, is starting to break apart, and he can see other chronobols, basically, <laughs> and other flashes that are doing stuff and other universes that are Yeah, like, that. you get a look at, like, uh, the Jay Garrick Flash doing yeah. his thing. However, it was mistakenly thought that it was uh, Teddy Spears. I just, I just read that article today yeah. where Teddy Spears was like, that's not me. <laughs> I think I wouldn't know if I was in a major DC movie. Um, yeah, it's some unknown actor portraying yeah. Jay Garrick. But yeah. uh, Teddy Spears, for uh, those of you that uh, don't know, probably definitely don't know, because you'd have to probably watch uh, the... Uh, it's Teddy Sears, by the way. Oh, Sears, I, I Sears, Sears, Sears. Sears. Teddy Sears. Sears. Sorry, Teddy Sears. Uh, shows how much I know him. Um, but, <laughs> we, but, we ain't no true fans. Yeah, we ain't no true fans. Um, so for him, he portrayed Jay Garrick in season two of uh, the Flash TV series. Although that was a ruse. He was posing as Jay Garrick. He was actually Hunter Solomon, yeah. a.k.a. Zoom. Zoom. Um, but yeah, that was weird because when we first saw him like that, I don't know who that was. And yeah. then I think later on I had read like, oh, it's Teddy Sears. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's weird. Like, and Teddy Sears came out and said, that ain't me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that ain't me. What the fuck are you talking about? So <laughs> you got somebody playing Jay Garrick, but that's a version of nice little old school Flash there for you. Yeah. Basically, in, he's seems like he's the Flash in the uh, George Reeves uh, universe. I guess Superman. so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me go and just run down all the... Uh, immense amount of cameos here just to really spoil yeah. shit for everybody you do get a look see at henry cavill as a uh, superman uh during one of the sequences in justice league yeah um, earlier in the movie right yeah earlier and, and kind is of it in this one i think so okay. uh, let's not overthink that it, it just happens <laughs> yeah and uh although it's funny because cavill did film scenes for this movie right yeah. and of course they just didn't fucking yeah. use him because everything is just fucked right now so um but that's not the only Superman we see, as David mentioned. You get to see George Reeves. Yeah. A little classic uh, Adventures Superman. Adventures Superman. Yeah, that's right. But he's also not the only Superman that you see <laughs> because you get you get to see Superman fighting a giant spider with long black hair is what he's got. You turn around, you get to see who it is. Nicholas fucking cage cgi nicholas cage <laughs> cgi nicholas cage as uh as superman yeah as, we get our superman lives uh, yeah tim burton's superman, superman lives yeah. the the project that never was yeah it almost was we get a little yeah, never a, became a, a little hint and it looks cool man i mean like you know you know nicholas cage always kind of got dragged for how his superman looked uh because there was like that one just bad photo of him um but you know seeing him in in this you know i, I say him it's obviously it's a cgi cartoon <laughs> well you, it's uh, funny you know, it's realistic looking, because but. nick cage did actually film that stuff it was just done through very you know oh uh, but then they were like did it, you, it was like a mocap thing or like a I think it was thing? Just, yeah it was just like uh it was just a lot of like you know what do they call it uh volumetric capture and cgi oh okay so the whole multiverse stuff is like like we said earlier was like this weird cgi animation yeah. so it, it, it's weird looking and maybe I can see people criticizing it, but I don't mm. mind it because I think it's meant to be fantastical yeah. in that sense. But yeah, you get Nicolas Cage as Superman. So yeah, he, you know, cool, like kind of in, not, not not necessarily a joke, but just a, a reference to, 
if you know it, you know it, you know? Right. Especially the se- sequence of him fighting a giant spider. If you yeah. know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, you know, that Kevin Smith uh, story um, that I'm sure anybody listening to this is probably familiar with that, right? <laughs> right, right. Well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, if if not, look it up. We ain't talking yeah. about it, though. <laughs> Kevin Smith, <laughs> Superman story. Yeah. And but wait, there's one more Superman to go. Another one. That's right. Back from the dead, we've got Christopher Reeve's Superman. Yeah, which is interesting. I know once again, I think uh, that's kind of drawn a little bit of controversy from some yeah. people. Which honestly, I don't really rub into it too much, only yeah. because you know the like I I I have a problem with this like section mm. of, of the movie. Obviously, it's it's fun to see all these cameos and stuff, um, but in this particular uh, one. I don't mind him being there because he's not really given a performance. Like they, they don't animate any kind of performance on him. Mm, he's just, he's just kind of dead faced and uh, <laughs> sorry, dead faced. All right, portrait words. He's just kind of you know stone faced. Just no. He, he's not really given really any emotion. He's not emoting. Kind of, yeah, like I guess per- perplexed or maybe just well, like yeah, he's stoic. Like, like, he's like watching the multiverse fall apart. He's like, yeah, he's I like, don't know what to do. What's with this. happening here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to fix this one. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, Obviously, next to him. Yeah. Next to him, we get Helen Slater yeah. as uh, Supergirl. Again, another CGI. <laughs> yeah. Another CGI. It's all CGI. It's so, all CGI. Like, yeah. They, no, let's not, let's, let's not no get repetitive work. here. It's all CGI. Okay. You're not going to see um, human flesh. Yeah. You know. Uh, I, I like how they how they revealed uh, Christopher Reeve, mm-hmm. uh, Superman. You know, he comes out of out of shadow. You know, there's like a sun behind him. Yeah, it's like a silhouette. Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of comes into the light and you see him. And it's, yeah, it's, it's very cool. It's very, you know. Uh, reverential, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. I have nothing against it. And then yeah. you got Helen Slater, Supergirl there. Um, and then in another, you, you know, universe, you've got Adam West Batman. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Show you little scenes and stuff from uh, from clips of, of the TV show. That I, just, didn't yeah, I, the I didn't well, catch the clips. I didn't catch the clips at all. They, I just, or, I just maybe, saw him. Maybe they just, I know, just see him. Yeah, I just see Adam West like, Batman. There's him running. I saw... Another like tier where him and Robin are like climbing up one of the walls, so <laughs> of course. And then I think you can hear Cesar Romero's yeah, Joker yeah, laugh. Cesar, yeah, uh, I heard. I guess Eartha Kitt is somehow mm. as Catwoman is featured in there. Okay. I did not catch that. It was such I a quick thing that. that I missed most of those. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean that's pretty much those are the big ones yeah. right there. Like you get um, to honor the past in such a way that. Um, I know a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people, it's pretty polarizing. Not a lot of people were into it because, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really know well, what there is negatively to take away from it. I for, mean, for me, the thing, the thing that I didn't like about it, um, was just that it's just like cameos for their cameo sake. Like nobody is doing anything. Right. If, if one of them like actually interacted with our, our hero or did something to try to like stop what's happening, <laughs> you know, um, then that would be, I think, cooler for me, or you know, had something to do with the story. But this is just like, look so at all these stars. Yeah. Look at all the, you know, the history that we have that DC has in in movies and TV. Because um, right, imagine, like, you know, the Flash staring at like Uncle Mike in a different universe. And who who's this guy? <laughs> hey, my, your Uncle Mike? <laughs> yeah, my Uncle Mike. <laughs> I'm trying to go through my Rolodex <laughs> of DC characters, like <laughs> Uncle Mike. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. well, I mean, look, we're, when you think about. You know, a bigger picture. Obviously, you ain't going to get no no-name jabroni showing up and being like, <laughs> what's up with that universe? You know, shit like that. Like, you're not going to get that. Yeah. But 
And yeah, and, you know, it's like it's the it's reality a, is the world, the, all of our universes, all of our worlds, everything yeah. is so much bigger. Yeah, and there's more people in life than just Superman. Yeah. So for one Superman to see the Flash, mm-hmm. it's like oh, so you guys can see each other, and it's very special. I, it's yeah. Once again, just <laughs> let's not fry our brains over this. It um, happens. It's a thing. And then and yeah, it's it's kind of like kind of like you know Batman v Superman just shoehorning in these cameos. Yeah, I'm not against it because at this point it's the last fucking movie of this whole entire franchise, so yeah. to speak. At least that's the impression that I get. Yeah, and that's it. And it gives you a nice little like I guess you know visiting like the whole history of of you know DC in movies and, and TV. Yes. Uh, up up to this point, so it's kind of trying to put a cap on that, I guess, or let you know, hey, everything is canon here. Um, the uh, the the other thing too that uh, irks me on this one is you got a prime prime time here to to give us a flash TV show cameo you know yeah and uh, you know yeah I I don't I don't want to like harp on this too much because like it's this is a fanboy thing you know in me to be like you know why not give a little shine on this but um ultimately it, it doesn't make the movie necessarily worse or better it's just a perple- uh, perplexing <laughs> thing for me where it's like uh, why not? Like it's, it almost seems like they went out of their way to not acknowledge that Flash had a TV show for nine years as part of the history of DC. You know, and this is a big part of of his uh, DC history of on film. You know, or on on TV on yeah on digital video in media. Um, yeah, in media, like a, a big part of the fandom watches that TV show and. This was their flash for nine years. You know, the whole time that you were making this movie, <laughs> trying to develop this movie, <laughs> the guy holding the reins on Flash, uh, Grant Gustin, uh, was was you know putting in his his hours, and now you, you don't let him take a little victory lap on on this one to like be part of like a big you know movie, be part of the big uh, 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 blockbuster movie. Yeah, get a little bit of the rub there. Yeah, I mean, not even to like put a, a clip of the TV show in there. Yeah, you, you don't have to get. Grant Gustin himself. Oh, that would be cool if you get a little, you know, interaction with Ezra. Um, but to not even put like a, a a clip of the TV show of him running some somewhere in the TV show, you know? Yeah, it's a missed opportunity on that, along with literally everything they've ever done. <laughs> uh, and that's where probably maybe Final Crisis probably gets a big W in that sense because yeah. they at least try to sh- just stuff as much fucking shit as they could in there just to give everybody like a little bit of a taste like, yeah. hey, this all exists. Yeah. Everything's relevant. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, When it's all said and done, the multiverse is fixed. Everything is good. Um, Barry, Barry has a really good... Uh, emotional scene yeah at the end here where he goes yeah. back and he realizes okay i have to go and just put everything back the way it was so i gotta go take that can of tomatoes out of the out of uh, out of mom's cart but he uh he goes back and he kind of has one last interaction with his mom where she thinks he's just some stranger that's going through something mm. and she does you know very compassionate thing gives him a hug talks to him in the you know he obviously seems like somebody who is having going through something as he is he's seen his mom for the last time yeah but she doesn't know that and uh um she's you know very sweet and and just shows you all the reasons why barry loves and misses his mom and uh he does this thing he puts the tomatoes back and and kind of condemns his mom to to die um but not before getting a little a little idea on something <laughs> yeah so you know one of the key pieces of evidence that uh ben affleck's bruce was trying to help 
very on was the security footage that was going on in that grocery store. Mm -hmm. And it was just all skewed. And he got some technology to kind of clear it up and make it good. But the only problem is his dad, who his alibi was this was the security camera. Yeah. And the alibi was, you know, hey, this is proving that I was here during the events of my mom, my wife's murder. Yeah. Or, you know, like, hey, when my mom was being killed, my dad was at the store. Mm -hmm. The problem is his dad was wearing a hat, looking down. Yeah. Not once looking at the camera. Yeah, so never looked up at the camera. Inconclusive proof. Yeah. Um, but Barry gets the idea to at least move the cans around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that way. He still can't help but mess with the timer. Just <laughs> he can't just can't help himself. <laughs> He, d he just doesn't fucking understand. <laughs> and it goes to the point that uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce made up to, you know, told him earlier. Mm -hmm. It's like, look, even if you touch a blade of grass, yeah. you might set a chain of events that yeah. was not meant to happen. Yeah. So I can kind of see uh, Flash's uh, um, thinking here. Right. Like this should be innocuous. Like, like everything's going to play out exactly the same, except for the point when we get to his trial. Because now he's going to, I'm going to show this evidence and he's going to look up and like, Everything should play out exactly the same as, as it has. I'm just going to move these up here. And then when we actually get to the point, then I was already at that point in my life. <laughs> so I'm not like, I'm not messing necessarily with the timeline because it hasn't happened yet in my, in my life. Yeah. You know, he hasn't gone to that, to the um, parole hearing yet. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see his, his thinking. Right. I can see the logic. I think what he should have done was he should have just like sped, sped past him and knocked his hat off for a sec. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that could have been a thing too. Yeah. Or maybe just walk by and be like, look up. <laughs> hey, dick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Little things like that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think either way the lesson is don't fuck with time like that. Yeah. Um, but the little bit he gets, he gets back to the present. Mm -hmm. He senses, okay, I'm back. Everything's yeah. normal. Makes it to the courthouse. The video proof has been, there it is. Yeah. His dad's looking at the camera. It worked. His dad's going to be a free man. Get he gets out. Here. And, uh, you know, he meets up with Iris, who, threw, who earlier in the movie was talking to him and mm -hmm. wasn't really getting, like, you know, she remembered him from the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, hey, didn't I see you like when you saved ago? me <laughs> from when like, I was in a big car crash? Like, yeah, not specifically that, yeah. but she just, she thought she had seen him. Yeah. And it was just something where, like, it connects that scene. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, she basically i think also kind of inspired him about like you know the minor changes that he could make in time so yeah. uh, but basically she was there at the courthouse really kind of advocating for the situation that was going on with his dad mm -hmm. and you know was trying to hit it off with him like hey you know let's try and go out sometime yeah nice little happy ending there yeah and then he gets a call from bruce hey hey bruce i got Brucey, so much to baby. tell you <laughs> brucey He's got so much to tell him about the multiverse and the yeah. shit that he fucked up. And uh <laughs> he won't believe how much. Yeah, he won't believe. Up. And then Bruce's like, Well, I'm I'm pulling up around the corner. Yeah. And you know, you've got all the the, the, the paparazzo. The paparazzo, you got the news media, they're all flocking around Bruce Wayne yeah. and Barry's moving in closer, he's seeing him. And you see a little bit of gray hair, right? Yeah. It's indicating like, oh my God, did he make it? <laughs> did old Brucey make it? Um, because clearly it's not Ben Affleck. Yeah, he doesn't have gray hair. Yeah, but then out of the uh, crowd of people, you see Bruce Wayne, and Barry's just like, what? Who is this guy? Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is <laughs> this? this? He says, he dropped an F-bomb yeah. in this. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is this guy? And it is Bruce Wayne, but it ain't Ben Affleck. It, it ain't, ain't Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. <laughs> sure as hell ain't Christian Bale, or Robert Pattinson, or, or Val uh, Kilmer, George Clooney. <laughs> 
George Clooney. Surprise. That was probably for me the biggest. That is what made me clap. Yeah. I was not expecting they were that. They're able to. They period. They're able, they able to trick you. I did not see that coming. Period. That was a shock. Yeah. That blew my. That blew me away. Yeah. I I didn't see that coming either. Yeah. Did not have a clue that that would even be a possibility. I don't. Mm. And you know what? Kudos to them. Kudos (laughs) to them. That was a swerve. But like the the reaction that Ezra, you know, performance has as Barry, just like, what? Who is this guy? (laughs) Who the fuck is this? Like just (laughs) him being being able to say that is just probably the most fun or freeing thing that you could do on set. Like, what the? Who the fuck is this? And it's George Clooney, and he's just like, it's like, you're, you're Batman? And he's like, you know, Clooney's looking around like, Barry, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah. But, and then uh, one thing, too, that to cap off the end of this movie is Barry's tooth falling out, which is from earlier in the movie when he was um, trying to get younger Barry his powers. Yeah. And when the lightning struck him, mm-hmm. it knocked his tooth out. And yeah. then he super glued it back in when he came to. So a nice little call back to that situation where, yeah. of course, shit's so wrong against... Things are still <laughs> wrong with the multiverse. Thing, yeah. Things are wrong with his timeline because of his meddling. Yeah. And to the point that his tooth is falling <laughs> out. So um, that's the end of The Flash. There it is. There's the movie. Now, technically, you get through all the credits. Yeah. There is a post-creds with, it, with, it, with him hanging out with Arthur Curry, who is still played by Jason Momoa, yeah. who apparently is basically still the same yeah. in every way. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to explain to him in a drunk, you know, Aquaman's drunk. <laughs> and he's trying to explain <laughs> to him the story of his whole timeline debacle. Yeah. And uh, he's just still fucking tanked. He doesn't really, you know, yeah. he's not paying attention. But that is The Flash. That, that is, is uh, we got three Batman Actually, no, four with Adam West. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. No way home. Eat your heart out. <laughs> God damn. We uh, spoiled the fuck out of this movie. We did. Um, whew. We made it. We did. We did. We made it through this Flash review. Um, the Flash movie actually came out. Can the Flash it? movie actually came out. <laughs> I, I still can't believe it. Uh, yeah. It just goes to show that if you just give things a little bit of time, it'll happen, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just like uh, the character itself, you know, the fastest man alive. It takes some time. He's gonna be late. <laughs> He's know? gonna be late, man. So this movie is gonna be pretty late from when they originally wanted it to come out. All things considered, like we said earlier, not a bad movie. Definitely, it's gonna have its criticisms. It's gonna be polarizing. It yeah. may very well just end up being a huge fucking financial bomb. The, um, it's it's we'll really find out. really a victim of its. Uh, uh, Studio, you know, like yeah. so, so many changing directives and and changing uh, uh, what they want to do, and finally ending up with you know James Gunn and Peter Safran now. Like the the movie itself, I think has been through like three different regimes, and you know, evidenced by apparently that George Clooney thing was a very late last minute reshoot for what they wanted. Uh, originally, it was gonna you had mentioned it was gonna be Michael Keaton. You know, like you had seen those set photos. Yeah. Where it, like, it looks like Michael Keaton was going to be the one that comes out and lets him know that, you know, maybe the, the time isn't, you know, this timeline isn't quite right. I'd read that it was going to be Michael Keaton and then uh, Supergirl is going to come down and basically it's going to like show like Supergirl is now in this universe as well. It was also going to be a thing, a thing where they filmed with like Henry Cavill and yeah, Gal Gadot. And, and Henry Cavill was going to be there, there. Yeah. and then Supergirl was going to come in there too and just be like, hey, we're both here. Um and uh, yeah, they have a little Justice League reunion kind of thing too. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they decided to go with the, the Clooney thing for, I don't know, maybe just the joke. Well, you know, it's like, I, hey, there's, you know, another Batman that we can throw in here. 
kind of to go in line with what you said with the regime changes, I think just as things kept falling apart, especially mm-hmm. during production, they yeah. kept changing their mind. Like, okay, we want Keaton to be like our main Batman. Yeah, that's you know, the from big here on thing. Out. Yeah. yeah, we're like, you know, I had heard those rumors. Keaton was going to be the Batman going from now on. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. That's what they're going to do? Cool to have him back, but also... I don't want him as, like, my main Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think the idea was that he would have been, like, their Nick Fury, just yeah. being there to mentor people, pull some strings, yeah. shit like that. And it's like, okay, that's not really what I want for my Batman right now. I want now, to see but my Batman in action. Although, it's a great Batman action. It is some great Batman action. I mean, that's maybe the they thing. could have pulled it off. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it, it, who knows? We we don't know. They they canceled Batgirl, and they've... Yeah. Well, we may not ever see Batgirl. Yeah. I mean, if we do, it's going to be probably through some bootleg shit, but... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, they they had to change. They changed so many things, like the reshoots for this movie and scenes like that. It's like an unbelievable amount that they did. Yeah, this movie had so many facelifts. I mean, fucking uh, what's her name? Joan. Joan Rivers. <laughs> Joan Rivers. More facelifts than Joan Rivers. More facelifts than Joan Rivers. That joke wouldn't have landed in front of a live <laughs> audience. Anyways. This movie had been through so much bullshit, and it's finally out. At least we can say it's finally out. The Flash movie happened after yeah. nine years, yeah, and then some. But with that being said, it gave us one more opportunity to enjoy uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. It gave us another opportunity to enjoy Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. And it gave us this very interesting, funny ending with yeah. George Clooney of all people, George Clooney coming back to get one more credit as playing <laughs> Bruce Wayne. So yeah. good for him, too. And good for him. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Batman stuff goes, all three of them, all four of them with the CGI Adam West, whatever the case may be, it, mm-hmm. it you know, it's all good. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I loved it. You know, for this very Batman-centric podcast, we appreciate them giving us more Batman. Yeah. We appreciate them giving us another chance to see Michael Keaton don the cape and cow one more time, kick ass mm-hmm. in a modern filmmaking setting, and to be able to give some closure to Ben Affleck's Batman, it, you know, it did justice in all those regards. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, kudos yeah. to that. Totally. Uh, good job to everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, a couple of the little things that I had mentioned that I, I didn't like. Um, but, I mean, you know, for a, a movie that has had such turmoil, it turned out pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us once again, um, this time for this very special episode as we review The Flash, only because it had so many Batman, it's almost mm-hmm. hard to ignore. <laughs> um, but we've been waiting for this movie. We've been anticipating. We've been curious about what this was going to do or mean to the franchise. Yeah. In a sense, we really still don't, comprehend what would be next know, yeah. yeah what they're doing we'll next. see what happens in i guess aquaman 2 maybe we'll see if george clooney shows up in right aquaman right too. right we still have like two more of those movies to go yeah we yeah. still got uh blue beetle aquaman and uh whatever's coming next because in two years we've got superman legacy yeah. and the start of this whole new era yeah but uh as of right now as of this recording the flash was the end of the dc extended universe as we know it yeah, yeah, kind of a send-up. I was, I was going to say, as of right now, our Batman in the DCEU is George Clooney. <laughs> oh, God. That is true. That is... <laughs> He's back. He's got the belt, baby. <laughs> that is true. 
Uh, one thing to point out as well is as soon as this movie got released, it was announced immediately that Andy Muschietti is going to be directing The Brave and the Bold. He's yes. going to have another movie full of uh, a Batman. A Batman. <laughs> a Batman to direct. So Wouldn't it be wild if he was like... It's it's George Clooney. I showed you in my last. <laughs> I showed you in the Flash. That would be mind blowing, <laughs> and also once again, kind of like questionable because it's like, okay, so Another, you're really leaning into bat. It's yeah, gonna be old, a very bad family. Batman, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be old Batman with a bad family. Yeah. You know, kind of uh, feel. Yeah, it's not gonna be George Clooney. It, it, <laughs> yeah, there's no way it will be George Clooney. They're, they're and it, yeah. and if it is, well, then God help us all. We'll see what happens. <laughs> God help us all. <laughs> But seriously, guys, thanks for uh, hanging out with us, uh, listening to uh, us babble on and on and on and on about the Flash, the yeah. background. We got yeah. excited. Sorry. We, we, we remember remember when you were like, hey, man, I think we can keep this under an hour. And I'm like, oh, was I wrong? I mean, I'll try. Was I ever wrong about that? I blame you. I mean, I do go on and I blame uh, you, repeat myself. But quite I also a bit, just so. blame blame us as being just two homies just that love, love this. We love Batman too. We much. love Batman a little Can't, too much. Yeah. Don't, don't get us started. Don't get us talking about Batman. That's we'll, right. We'll talk your ear off, you know? We'll fucking do it. That's right. Fuck you, everybody. Let's listen. Oh, <laughs> that's... No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I want I want them to come back. Come back. Unfuck come back yourselves. And Unfuck come yourselves and come back. <laughs> so, guys, go check out The Flash if you dare. Um, at the very least, you know, in some form or another, watch it so that way you can enjoy Michael Keaton as Batman, enjoy Ben Affleck as Batman, enjoy this fun little appearance from George Clooney. Yeah. Little nod to Adam West. And 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 really just in general, the rest of the movie doing what it does as best as possible. It really is just a fun time. Mm-hmm. Don't try to take it too seriously. You, yeah. you like much like time travel, you're just gonna fry your brain <laughs> like an egg. But please do come back next time. We'll be back around. We got some more content here, you know, on the way. We got some big plans. I say that just knowing that they're big enough for us. <laughs> um but thank you guys. Uh take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.